afternoon slash evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, March the 7th. I was going to say, I was like, am I hearing myself? Mm. Mm. Thursday, March the 7th, 2019. It's another day. It's another Technical Alpha podcast with a twist. We're here doing a test run on uh, YouTube Live just to see what kind of engagement we get uh, over here doing our show instead of uh, splitting the community up into a couple of different places. Doesn't make sense to really do it on Twitch. We no. should be perfectly honest with you. Especially since this just saves us having to do a bunch of extra post and uploading and everything else. So, like the only uh, the only bonus to Twitch is having the subscriptions, like the subscribers. Yeah, exactly. But if we ultimately decide to move it over to YouTube, then. That's really the only thing we lose out on. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure if those people want to, they can support the Patreon, which will get more money from anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because Patreon takes a much smaller cut than what Twitch does. Yes. Uh, but either, hey, I, I, I'm actually proud of Adam, too, because I, I threw it on him. I said, let's go on YouTube. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, tonight. <laughs> and he gave me that look like, okay. Okay. And then here we are. About Just made it happen. 40 minutes later. Yeah. Boom. We're here. Yeah. Just made, made the magic happen. Hey, why not? On the fly. Good news. Yes. We've already, we're almost at our peak viewers, what we Let's normally go. get on Twitch. Let's go. <laughs> we've made it happen. We have we have almost two hours, maybe even a little bit more, depending on how this usually goes, to even get that number up higher. I believe. Mr. Maximus Black. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, you know what? Because this was the first, this was the second full week. Yeah. We can almost time your yeah, child's actually, life you based on podcasts based on because pod- he came the that, Friday following the podcast. Yeah, so uh, at 11 a.m. the next morning. The next morning. So basically Thursday, yes. we went into the hospital this time. Exactly. Literally, we were driving in the car to the hospital this time. Yes. Uh, was it a week ago or two weeks now? Two weeks now. Holy shit, man. Time, time flies when you have no sleep. You know what? I do have sleep. <laughs> oh, and, good. Uh, Kai, Kai has been sleeping throughout the night. Now, when I say throughout the night, um, Kalo has to wake him up every two and a half to three hours to feed him. Okay. Um, if not, he'd sleep longer. But he, the doctors are like, you, you have to feed him like he's got to grow. Good news. We just had a checkup on him a couple days ago. Um, when babies are born, they their birth weight, they lose a bunch of weight because of yeah, their- Because they have so much water and liquids yeah, exactly, in them. Yeah. And then when they when they come out- you know they're 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 not as full. It's it's almost like a UFC fighter like draining himself, like right, you know, getting ready to cut, cut and fight. Weight. Yeah, but good news is Kai is uh, over his his uh, birth weight now. He's pushing nine pounds, um, so he's getting yeah. he's getting heavy. I was talking to, I was talking to Kayla about the, that when I got here today. She was like, "Yeah, he's already up to like you know eight, eight pounds, twelve ounces, something I think. like that." Yeah. I can't, but he's pushing nine. He's pushing nine, and yeah. the doctor said, "You know, you don't have to." Or the yeah, the doctor said, "You don't have to wake him up for every three hours now." So don't worry about two and a half. So if he sleeps three hours, I I sleep in a separate room. Mm. Kayla's in the in the guest room with the baby, mm-hmm. um, and then basically uh, the baby is sleeping in a bassinet beside the bed. So she can kind of keep an eye on him. And then mm. when he wakes up, she can grab him, feed him. He falls right back to sleep on the titty and then goes right back on the bassinet for like two and a half, three I hours. I fall asleep on the titty too. Hey, you know, sometimes you got to fall asleep on a titty. It happens. I haven't fell asleep on a titty in a long time. <laughs> I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you guys. You know that thing called No Nut November? It's been No Nut 2018. It has been, it has been No Nut. I don't think I've nutted in, what day is it today? It's the 7th. It's the 7th. Uh, three days before we went into the hospital. Damn. That's the last time I ejaculated, you son. Sa- you saving up no for something? No fat, nothing. You saving up for something? I just, you know what? Like you got like a celebratory fat <laughs> session coming up or something? I, like, what are you waiting for? I, I'm waiting for my wife to be better. 
Okay. Uh, like obviously, you know, I'm, uh, and you know what? I haven't even really been, I have my moments, but I haven't even, it's weird. Now the kid's here and I'm so busy. I really don't even have a whole lot of time to think about it until I'm thinking about it. Of and course. Now when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, shit, I need to like nut pretty soon, man. You need man. to get that out of the system. I need to just nut soon. So just I'm healthy. just, I'm just going to keep going until, until it happens, man. It's going to be like that scary movie scene. Yes. <laughs> this is <laughs> the longest I've gone without nutting since I was like 15. Damn. I'm shit I'm literally no, I'm not uh, joking. I, I'm not I'm I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. So so but anyway, my week has been it's been it hasn't it listen, it's been a a, a better week because my boys here and it, it's just like a good feeling. Like of course. just having your son, he looks so much like me and he's a good baby and it's, he's easy to Hold take care of. Hold on to that because when he grows up he might not look like you anymore. Hey, well, you know what it is, what it is. Could turn into somebody he else. Could turn into somebody else. Uh <laughs> But um, the milkman, the milkman. <laughs> um, but the only shitty part is we've been in a hospital a lot because Kayla, she got a C-section that jail have a C-section. Yeah, the, inc- the, incision, the incision got a, got little, a little infected or like the skin got infected around it. So she was on antibiotics. Then we had to go in there uh, three to four days. And, you know, the fucking hospitals, you're waiting down there for hours and hours and hours. So it's taken up a lot of time. I haven't Especially been able Especially this time of year. Uh, yeah. Like the hospitals are just obviously oh, it's just overworked. Bonkers. And then, yeah. of course, this all happens while we're having the most snow that we've had in like two years. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's just been it's been one of those. I haven't been able to get as much work as I, as I want in, but I'm still making a swing. I'm just tired because I'm fucking going all the time. Well, of course. But I, in terms of sleep, I'm getting anywhere from six to seven hours uh, a night. Oh, well, you not. You're, you're doing it's not better. solid six seven hours. No, it's like it's I'll wake up. Yeah, I'll wake up for half hour forty five minutes. Yeah, hear yeah. The baby crying or go in, help mom out for a little bit. She goes to the bathroom, fresh, does what she needs to do. Go but and then I go right back to sleep. So yeah. I'm saying I'm I'm getting a solid five hours. Then another hour two hours is like you know airplane type sleep. Yeah, yeah. But I can't complain, man. I I've I've known parents that are up fucking every thirty every, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Every and they're just like I want to kill minutes. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's you know. So it's. That part's been good. So it happened. Another week. Yeah. You survived. Barely. But and I'm Next here. week. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, my week was it was just another week, really. I didn't do anything particularly crazy. Uh, for after the podcast on Fridays and stuff, uh, for the foreseeable future anyway, for like the next, probably I would say, oh shit, Next month and a half or so, anyway, maybe even a little bit more. Brian and I get together. We're doing the shitty games done slow 2019, yes. mm. uh, which drags out a little longer because he's working now, mm. so we can't do it. Like you get it in when he can get it in. Yeah, so now it's like only on the weekends because he's like in Liverpool. Oh, doing his work. A little little journey. Little journey. Mm-hmm. So he's literally staying there mm. for like the week while he's working, and then he gets back, and then we we do shitty games done slow. Uh, we're just at the end of the of what we call the pre-show where we play the good game before we play the shitty games. Mm. What's Playing, the shitty game you're gonna play? Uh, well, uh, one of the community members, Hunter, actually just shelled out the money outright for us to play um, a game that wasn't originally on the list. It's called Rogue Warrior. It's one of the shittiest games uh, ever made. Okay. Uh, for sure. Okay. Uh, Giant Bomb did a quick look of it years ago. I remembered the name of it, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it until uh, I looked it up and, and confirmed that, yes, indeed, it is the game that I thought it was. Pretty much 50% of the script is just saying fuck. Okay. So that gives you an idea of where we're at. Uh, and it's like a stealth action, uh, kind of game that will take us about probably a day, day and a half. And then it's two worlds is the official shitty game for 2019. All right. Uh, and it is a shitty game. 
And if they want to stretch goal it for two worlds too, which is an even shittier game, then we'll see how we uh, how we do when we get there. But for now, that's that's what's lined up. So I did that, and then I started playing Mass Effect this week because I'm going to do like a little bit of a retrospective, going back and playing all the Mass Effect games one, two, and three. Mm. And then by the end of it, if I feel like it, I'll play Andromeda because I haven't played Andromeda yet. And I guess now that the game's been out for a while and it's gotten pretty much all the work that will ever happen to it, this is as good as Andromeda is ever going to get. Mm. So uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. But I've been really enjoying. Enjoying the first game, I've like the first game was always you my me, favorite. You got me on. Uh, you let me borrow your Mass Effect years ago when it and first I, came out, yeah, like two thousand eight. And then I took it home seven. and I played it. Uh, played it probably for about fifteen hours or so, and yeah. then I just kind of stopped playing it. Yeah, uh, but it was a fun game back then. Dude, that I've been game having, blew I've been, my mind. I've been having the urge to play something classic too, like uh, something like PS2 or, or Xbox Three. Well, I mean, shit, you're gonna have a hard time finding something. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna play. A lot of people um, been wanting me to play Ape Escape. Okay, a, uh, a lot of people. Yes, quite like, a few. I mean, I know Ape Escape is. Was, when I say a lot, I mean probably about seven. All right, okay. Because I was trying to put that in perspective. Ape Escape is not exactly like if you told me a lot of people have been asking me to play Final Fantasy. Now I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes no, sense. I, every Ape time, Escape, and I've never though. played it, right? And I've also never played Conquerors Bad Fur Day. Oh, that would so definitely be a good people, one. People are like, you got to play Conquerors, right? Yes. So I don't know. And I think Conquerors is available on Steam, too. I think there's like a, a version of it. Out they did or something. something. I know they did it, on, I think, on the Xbox Arcade at some point. Mm. I don't know if that ever made it to the PC or not. I can't remember. But either way, it's not like it's difficult to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I have it for N64. Yeah, It'd exactly. just be a pain in the ass to like capture it and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so, but although, yeah, although your capture card is not bad. It does no. take all of those resolutions... It's made for old consoles. Well, then maybe I'll just N64 so just it up and play it in its glory. Cram it in there. Yes. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, Mass Effect's been great. Uh, it reminds me so far about why I consider Mass Effect 1 my favorite in the series. Mass Effect 2, I think, is the best game in the series. Mm. Uh, but Mass Effect 1 was my favorite. I wish, like, my, my perfect Mass Effect game was if you took Mass Effect 1's more RPG gameplay mm-hmm. And melded it with the polish that Mass Effect 2 was afforded because they sold a bajillion copies <laughs> of Mass Effect 1, right? Yeah. So if that happened, like if we had that little love child, then that would have been perfect. That's not what we got in Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3 is still a very good game. The ending, <clears throat> obviously, was one of the most hotly contested things at the time uh, as to whether or not uh, they should have been shot for writing it. But... Nevertheless, very good series. I look forward to playing through it all. So I did, uh, I did that for uh, a few days and, and started backing off on the Apex a little bit. Played here and there. It's still a very good game. Just doesn't do well on the stream. So I've got to swap it out. And people are loving the Mass Fuck Effect. Apex. I'm just gonna. I'm just so over. I'm over, I'm just over. I still it. have fun when I play it. And I, stuff, I, I, I guess. I guess. Like I, I enjoy it when I play it. It's just that it's not good on stream. Because I even when I'm at my peak and I like win a couple of games, like if I win a couple of games a day, or if I'm running deep every game and I'm getting like four or five kills a match, you know, having a good time, it just doesn't matter, bro. You're up against just, everybody and their dogs. Exactly. So the answer and their is dogs no. are probably better at it than I am. Oh, absolutely. They've Almost guaranteed. They've been trained to play. They've been Apex. trained to play Apex. It's a thing at a very high level. Uh, so that was my week. Cool. But anyway, hey, we're on YouTube we right are. now. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the YouTubes and you want to see more of these, uh, hit that like button. Uh, we got, tw- don't have my glasses on, 38 likes. Let's hit that 50 likes. 38. And we've almost got 130 viewers, Let's which go. is pretty much a uh, Twitch peak. We're, le- we're at least on par. So that's a good start. <laughs>
That's a good start. That's a great start. Uh, if you don't know what this podcast is about, if you're just rolling in, uh, either from our channel or otherwise, uh, Technical Alpha, we've been, uh, we're about two years deep into this podcast now, yeah. uh, believe it or not, just yeah. kind of wild to me. It feels like a year, not Bonkers. two years. Uh, but uh, basically, we talk about video game news uh, and whatnot in the movie industry. Movie stuff. Movie stuff and TV. And then we and just shoot the pop shit. culture. We, yeah, pop shit just culture happens. stuff. Uh, just and, then, and then we have a, a tech support uh, where Patreon uh, supporters can ask us questions. Yes. Um, and then that we just we it's basically like Shoot watching Starcraft, but in podcast form without the Starcraft. Basically. Yes, it works. I think it does. I, Mr. I, Mr. I Black, Halo is a video game series. Oh, <laughs> we're starting with Halo. Halo is a video game series. It is. And and Halo, we played a lot of. As as young as young children, Halo One, Halo Two mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. lots of Halo, lots and lots of Halo, lots of Halo Two for sure because of the multiplayer being, in my opinion, the best console multiplayer experience for a shooter, bar none. I don't think there's another one that you can get on. Jeff is now casually right. pulling out okay, a stack so, of Halo related okay, memorabilia. Okay, so the people in chat can also take parte in this. Yes. All right? I want you to go through those games. Got a few. All right. All right. And you got I a couple to, doubles in here, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think one's like a box, uh, a hardcover. Th- anyway, I want you to put your favorite. Uh, so from the best to the worst in order. So at the top, you actually don't have Halo One in this right now. Uh, I do. Uh, Just not in the stack. Not in that stack. Uh, where's my Halo? There it is. All right. There you go. Okay. Two bucks! I got it for two dollars. Actually, I got it for a dollar. So will you take a buck for it? Yeah, I'll take a buck. It's a hot pickup. So, in order, from best to worst, from what I have there, I think I have all of them. So putting it like in a stat... Well, you also have Halo Wars in here. Are we including the... No, don't, you don't... All right, so yeah, here, yeah, take yeah, that yeah, back, because yeah, no. that doesn't really count, doesn't in, this, count. in this deal. Um, oh man, okay, so, uh, oh, you also have two Halo 3s, I'll give you the really awkward, like, yeah, clunky the big, one. Yeah, that's there. the, uh, that's the, the uh, tin. limited tin one, I had that as well, I think I still do. Alright, so, in order, uh, be Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo ODST, mm. um, mm. you putting that before Reach? Uh, number 4 before Reach? <laughs> Uh, this is where I'm. Yeah. This is where this is where it gets going, hard. Everything before that's easy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Reach then four. Reach like like this is this is where it gets four, difficult four for is me. Horrible, bro. Four is not a good Halo game. It's not a good Halo game. No, and neither is Reach. But neither is Reach. That's <laughs> but, my problem. I, mean, is I don't. I don't. It's all tough. right, I'm put. <sighs> I'm putting Halo Four in front. Ah, only because. It has Master Chief instead of just all a bunch right. of random people. Uh, okay, in it. all right, I'll take that. Because uh, if I'm going to have a shitty Halo game, at least it has so, Master Chief. So basically, what Adam is saying is this: they got worse as they came out. Uh, Reach was before four, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Okay. But they, I mean, well, you know, nobody's going to argue. Nobody's yeah, going to yeah. argue with that statement yeah, yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. that in yeah. general, it would be a safe bet to say that Halo has gotten progressively worse over so, time. So coming back to your. Your topic. Yes. Is that going to be at the bottom of Reach? Oh, Halo Infinite? Yes. Well, that's not actually what the topic was. Oh. However, do I think that? Or, I don't know. Or I are you optimistic? And if so, 
Where do you possibly think it could be in the stack of games? Okay, so just to clarify again, my list is Halo 1, 2, 3, Halo ODST, 4, and then Reach. Yes. So um, I'm going to say that Halo Infinite, if... See, I'm a, little, I'm a little optimistic about it, and I'll tell you why. They've been very tight to the chest about the game. We haven't seen Nothing. shit. Right? And they have said very little outside of something like the only BR that's going to be in Halo will be the battle rifle. Thank God. Right? But it's scary. It's It can be a good or a bad thing, right? Of course. Yeah. So, I it's hard for me to tell because if you tell me, for example, that they're going to lean closer to, let's say, a Halo, somewhere between a Halo 3 and a Halo 4 for multiplayer, mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan, or like Reach, I wasn't a big fan of all the like power-ups and the fucking that's like bubble shields. That's what I hated about it. And the fucking like, yeah. you know, all the jet packs, which is definitely bar none the worst fucking thing that they put in Halo. a lot of people in this chat that, that like Reach. There's a lot of people in well, here that are saying that's, Reach. And that's fine. It's not, and I'll clarify, Reach had some pretty good characters, like out of the people in the game. I just wasn't a big yeah. Reach fan. Like, yeah. as a whole, yeah. I'm a bigger, If I, like I said, if I'm going to have a Halo game that I'm not 100% on board with, I'd rather be on a Halo game with Master Chief that I'm not 100% on board with than not Master Chief. But I liked the idea. I don't hate the idea of not having Master Chief in the game. I just wasn't 100% there. And like I said, those two are almost interchangeable yes. for me. So where is it going? I think it could be slotting in above ODST. I think it could fall uh, Ooh, just one, under two, three. So just under three. And if they really... Okay. If they focus on the multiplayer mm. being tight, simple Halo again. Not this bloated, oh, yeah. fucking Botox-injected, Call of botched Duty. plastic surgery, yeah. chase-after-everything cosmetic yeah. fuck show. I don't want to jump off walls. I don't want to run up things. I just give I me Halo with weapons in places that become kind of king of the hill because you want to have the power weapon stuff. The good shit! Yes. It goes ahead of three. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. If the game isn't good, it's going to go above four. Okay? That's safe. That's safe. For sure. If the game is good, it's going above... It's, go, it's going... <laughs> you better not say it goes above two, because that shit would be fucking... That'd be the hottest take it's of the goddamn century. It's going above century. three. It's okay. go, I, wanted to say, I wanted to say two, but two... Dude, two is my favorite online experience for Halo, period. Halo two is my favorite online experience, period. Period, yeah, period. <laughs> Halo and Halo Three was fun, man. It was Halo fire. Three playing that shit. I remember uh, during high school, the uh, level like, editor and shit. Lots ma- of crazy, a lot stuff. of fun stuff. Yeah. Halo One is just an incredible campaign. I mean, and and just a, a multiplayer experience with your boys, you know. But Halo Two just broke the mold, man. I mean, seeing this fucking shit right here, this uh, this little orange line. You guys remember that shit? The Xbox Live, Live enabled. online enabled. You saw yes. that shit on a Halo box, bud. Body was ready. Shit. Oh, look, there's an an extra copy of Halo sitting in Halo 2. Perfect. You're now ready. Look at that. Doubled. We got double them. I think one might be the original, and one's actually the game of the year, like, updated release. Ah, okay. Either way, great. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go above, uh, above three. Because if they do it right, what you're saying. Yeah. How could it not? And if it goes above three, then, oh shit, we, we, we have a contender on our hands. We've got a Twitch contender see, on here's, our hands. See, here's here's how I'm. Here's my my take on on things. I I want to believe that three four three studios understands the gravity 
of live streaming video games that have multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to have a campaign. Will they ever get to be as good as the first two Halo game campaigns? Probably not. Probably not. No. If they do it, fucking awesome. Great. But that's not going to be the thing nope. that blows their game up to the sales numbers that it Microsoft needs yep. right now it in their won't. gaming division. Dude, how mad will you be on a scale of one to fuck you straight in the pussy hole <clears throat> if they go Halo Battle Royale? That's their multiplayer. Like their only multiplayer? Well, that's that's the one that people are going to play, bro. Even if, even if even if there's a, a classic multiplayer Halo, the new generation they're playing the battle royales. That's what's going to be streamed. That's what's going to be wanted. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this: Halo, my friends, is going to have a battle royale. Even though they said already that they aren't going to have one. Halo is going to. How could they not? How could they not? If you don't put out a battle royale in 2019 or 2020, when the shit is the shit, there's no other multiplayer game that's just a multiplayer game except for Counter Strike, and that shit's been around since the old Halo before Halo. So here's my Halo battle royale pitch. Okay, you don't put it in Infinite. It's a it's a separate it's not thing entirely. It's not happening, bro. And it's based in the ODST line. No, it's and not, not the main Halo shit. Not they won't do that because for two then reasons. you're dropping ODST pods instead of you know it already makes sense. Yeah, uh, and, you know you're not dropping a bunch of Master Chiefs out of a goddamn plane. It's just literally you're dropping hot ODST pods. They're general soldier infantry type shit. They're not necessarily all Spartans. That makes sense. You could make that work if you. I'm I'm gonna say. I'm going to say they're not going to have Battle Royale, for better or worse. Mm. I think... I hope not. I think... I hope they break the mold and bring back the old school fucking multiplayer shit and, and have people people remember what it was like. I, I think, honest to God, now that Apex is here, that it is going to be... Because Apex is representative of basically every other BR that's ever existed. They've taken the best parts out of all those BRs, yeah. put them together, and put that... And put that respawn entertainment tight shooter experience as the backbone, and it's fucking on everyone except for the fact that it's got the bugs, which will eventually be dealt with. But that's mind the pun. It's the apex of battle royale. Where do you go mm. in any appreciate? Like I'm sure there's up, but mm. where do you go in an appreciable way mm-hmm. that's going to be so much better than apex for a battle royale? I think the only thing you do, the only thing you can do. Is have a Halo Battle Royale, and you use the name. And, then, use and the, the name alone would the be love, the only thing. Yeah, you use the love of the name. But it still the has fact to be that a we fucking... haven't gotten anything big in a while. And here's the thing. A lot of Halo fans out there today, whether they want to believe it or not, and they're, they're vocal about it, they're not happy with what ha- what Halo's been for a long time. A lot no. of them haven't. There's no. some out there that are just fanboys who are just going to play They'll it and play Halo love regardless. it, and that's it. Yeah. But the diehards, like the real fucking guys that really know, and gals that really know... What Halo's all about, they're not happy about it. So what does the what does the Halo Studios do? What do they do? They go, okay, you know what? You know what sells? Battle Royales. So even if we put out a game and say the campaign is good, and like you just said, in 2019, 2020, a good campaign's not enough. 
It's not enough to drive those numbers. It's enough to sell a game, especially with Halo, to some degree. But it's not going to keep the narrative going. It's not going to keep the, the the headlines, the streamers playing it. The you know, the, we're getting just keep people involved so that when there's an update, they care. It, it's just it's there. You play it for a week. It's gone. You're back to Apex. You're back to Fortnite. You're back to COD. You're back to PUBG. You're back to League of Legends. You're back to whatever the fuck people are back to being back to. Here's the here's what Halo can do. They come up with the battle royale and they go, you know what? It's we're 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 fighting a, almost a non-winnable fight here. It's either we come out with the single greatest Halo of all time, or we remind people that we're great, which they've been proven that it's been a tough thing for them to do. Then they go, you know what? Since we can't do it, or we're not willing to attempt it, because I think they got one more shot, and this shot is still. Uh, I don't even know if they can really pull this off to begin with. But yeah. if they do have it, it's this shot. But what would help them out is the Battle Royale. The people that haven't played Halo, because the 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds that are on Fortnite's dick, they don't know what the fuck Halo is. They might have heard about it, but they're in, and now they're in the shooter thing. Twitch is a big deal. It's, it's this new in automatically to get people excited. If Halo just comes out with another game, how hard is it going to be to reach a new audience? Because that new audience, they don't give a fuck about Halo. They, it's like it's like getting into a Marvel Cinematic Universe and you've missed the first 30 movies of Marvel. Typically, the people that haven't gone and watched Marvel movies, they're not going to watch a fucking Marvel movie. They're already like, fuck Marvel. He's stupid. There's too many superhero movies. I'm not into the shit. It's the same thing with Halo. But if they come up with it and it's relatable, it's something, it's part of what they already have, but they've heard that Halo is fun and it's good and it's something new and it's exciting. It's just something new to grind, something new to get good at. I think that's a great opportunity for, for Halo brand to, to pull new people in, get them excited about Halo, and then from there, if they want to come up with another game in the future, after that, they don't have to do the Battle Royale. They could make their classic Halo. They could get people back on board. But if you if you bait people in Battle Royale and come but back with classic is, Halo afterwards, like, thing, what are you doing? Well, they, get, they give classic Halo, but they give classic Halo in a Battle Royale form for this one, plus the single player. But then the next Halo, because, dude, I don't think Battle Royale's got too much lifeline left in them. I personally think that Battle Royales are going to start falling off by the end of 2020. I really do. And it's our, people are getting fatigued. I think that this last line of Battle Royales which, that are coming which, out... since Halo Infinite is unlikely to be out until 2020, it would beg the question to me as to why in the fuck would you enter an arena... With the goddamn one last heavy hitters, that's not a that's a terrible idea. I, I I think it's a great. How else are they going to get new new blood in? That's playing all these new games. I, they're selling well, to the old customer that's not that interesting. Here's anymore. here's my counter to it would be that would be eventually somebody has to decide, and it's one of the big guys. Somebody has to decide that they're going to be the one to no longer continue the the trend of putting out a battle royale. Okay. Somebody has to be the first person. You to think do Halo's going to do it? Yes. You think they're going to do it right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, then rip. Well, no, I shouldn't then say it, that. Then, 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 you know what? If they don't do it right, then they haven't done it. You know what I mean? But if they don't do it right, it hasn't been done I, yet. But what I mean, but what I mean by that is, what I mean by that is, I think that, I think that, I don't think that you're wrong that Battle Royales are, are starting to, to see it. It's, it's, we're, we're at the, we're at the peak, the peak, and, right? But we're actually, I, I actually but think we're starting to, we're, we're past yeah. the peak. We're starting to work our way towards the down. Yeah. Now, how far it goes down before it levels out like League of Legends and shit, we had no fucking idea. We we're not going to know until we're there. Fortnite took a massive hit. Uh, it, it did, but, but 100,000 <laughs> people on it, like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 
Yes. However, yeah. they're not hurting, no, right? They're, they're fine. And, and, and I think I think 343 is looking at that kind of thing going, all right, look, what are the odds if we play this mm-hmm. by the time this game comes out? Mm-hmm. One of two things. One, how far up this list are we really going to go? Mm-hmm. If we absolutely smash the fuck out of a battle royale, which may or may not happen, we've all seen how difficult it is to do that. We've seen Call of Duty fail and Battlefield fail. Mm-hmm. Most of the people doing... Not in sales. Uh, Battlefield failed. Call yes. of Duty sold some fucking copies. But that's because it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Right? They definitely failed now. I mean, in terms of the battle... Who the fuck's... Hey, is anybody out there in chat right now playing Battle Royale Call of Duty? Not very many. You're waiting... There was a couple of people in my community talking about how they tried to play with, like, a full squad, and it still took them, like, five to ten minutes to get into a match sometimes. Like, it's it's dead. It's done. In terms of multiplayer, it's yeah, dead. Yeah, If you're waiting longer than a minute and a half, two minutes to get into a match at you're this dead. point, it's you're, dead. You're dead. So, uh, um, my, my point is... Uh, it's almost all downsides to them. Even if they crush it, Battle mm-hmm. Royale is still on the way out. Mm-hmm. If they don't crush it, not only did they miss the Battle Royale train, mm-hmm. but they're also going to have every fan look at them and go, you fucking asshats. You spent all this time and energy building a Battle Royale when it's already on the down low, when nobody fucking wanted it, mm-hmm. and on top of that, mm-hmm. you fucked it up. That's going to get them a lot more backlash than you didn't do a battle royale and then a couple of fucking because like you said as well Mm -hmm. the people who are playing battle royales right now the 14 15 year olds Mm -hmm. they don't fucking give a shit about halo hell no so just because halo comes out with a battle royale does not mean that magically out of nowhere i think they're gonna hop train to halo because also what i want you to remember is do you remember the pace of a halo game it's slow. Even the fastest Halo yeah. is one-tenth yep. of the speed of current Battle Royales. Yeah. People would feel like they were in a goddamn Model T Ford. You know what? I, Adam, I'm with you. I hear you. <laughs> I, I absolutely hear you, but I'll counteract, and your thought process is 100% on point. But I will say this. If Halo comes out and the streamers love their games. Yes. Summit's a huge Halo fanboy. Of course, and he's, he's going to play it. Yeah, and we all saw what Summit even did with uh, Sea of Thieves. Doc's going to play it. Doc's going to play the fuck out of it. Summit, if Shroud picks Shroud the game will up, play it. Ninja will play it. I'm telling you, dude, the yes. sales will happen, and if the streamers like it, they've made it. That's it. And they only need three of the ten mega streamers here's, to do it. That's so here's it. the other thing is, I would rather, because here's what here's what I would say, is that... Shroud, Doc, the, the crew, they're likely to all play this regardless if it has a battle royale That's or true. not. That's true. So if they come out... But and, continuously play it, though. But if they come out and uh, and do and do core Halo really fucking well, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. The beauty of it is that it's simple. It's not hard to pick up and understand. Mm-hmm. Hard to master, mm-hmm. not too hard to pick up and understand. Mm-hmm. So if you get them pushing that game like crazy and they come out and they start pushing stuff like capture the flag modes... <laughs> King of the fucking hill modes, get me right? Get me Just excited. classic fucking yes. Slayer modes yes. and shit. Yes, okay. Give me that. You give me that with tight maps. Give me that. Here's what. Here's my other estimation: is that because people are kind of like getting burnt out on the whole battle royale thing. Why are they really burnt out on it? Other than everyone else is already doing it. Nobody has managed to really make the networking side for this shit work consistently, particularly well in a long time. Every one of them is just falling apart. But you get a Halo game where it's like maximum 12 people in a match. Games happen fucking instantaneously. You're in and out of a match and like real fucking quick. It's not just one death and it's over. You're back in the fucking action. And Halo is an intense fucking game with their game modes when they nail it right. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. because we haven't had a Halo that's been in the Twitch era. Mm-hmm. 
I'm with you on this. Just give me Corhalo. I'm with Bring you. all the big guns out to stream it. I'm with you. And I think we will see a swing in FPS back towards more classic, give me that. simple, give me that concept shooters. And and people will still love battle royales because they like the of, random of nature course, of it and of course, shit. Of course, but you get somebody like like Shroud who is cat just fucking rocketed right. You get somebody like him going to Halo on a PC for a, the first Halo built for a PC. Oh, I know. I'm with you. Taking out like a Halo pistol, like a Magnum. And just fucking bitches. And just ripping bitches up. Taking out the fucking sword and... And I don't... Here's something else, is that while Halo has existed on Twitch, and it has, and they've still been doing world championships and shit oh, yeah. like that, is that it doesn't get the it doesn't get the shine because it's not where people want to go. But you can start paying people for a brand new Halo that's, Halo that's PC built and not on a console, and you start seeing people doing shit like throwing a plasma grenade at a fucking sniper rifle to blow it towards them to pick up the gun and then ripping the dude's head off. Hey, Adam, you got me sold on it. We'll see. I'm with you. I'm I'm uh, I'm officially joining the dark side over there. I'm I don't with think you. it's battle royale. I don't think I don't think it's. I'm just trying. I was playing a little bit. I wasn't really playing devil's advocate. I just I actually thought if 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 they were coming out with the game this year, I feel like we'd have a better chance of getting one. But if they're coming out with the game next year, then. Yes, I'm with you. And Absolutely. I, and, I, and I think that's probably the best way to do it. But anyway. So I said all that to say Master Chief Collection rumored to be on the PC next week. Cool. <laughs> that's how we got to the, all of that hey, to get to this point. Hey, you know. Master Chief Collection. It's a, that's, what, that's, that's the beauty of Halo. Halo is such a good, was such a good series. People and still it has pulling so, for it. It has so much potential. It does. It's like, a, it's like Star Wars. It's like Star Wars. Yes. Right? You get a couple bad Star Wars movies, you're like, fucking Christ. But then you think, okay, there's a new director, there's new writers. Oh my God, there's George Lucas is a There's a chance. <laughs> if they just go back to basics, oh my God, what happens? Just, Ryan please, Johnson. just go. And then Ryan Johnson happens, <laughs> and then your your dreams are broken and crushed, and that's the show. We'll see what happens. It's going to be it's gonna be great. I love a Master Chief collection on the PC, especially if they fix the problems that Master Chief collection had on the xbox now mind you i never ran into any of those issues personally but uh but the fact that you could switch between the old graphics and new graphics on the fly was dope yep uh and then you get to play through the old halo and that's you know give them a little momentum getting into the halo infinite thing i think they do very well to follow uh to follow respawn's model of show almost nothing Mm -hmm. and then drop a fucking bomb it's out here it is it's available xbox everywhere and it works right now. That's going to be the hardest Go. thing is it works. <laughs> it works. If it, if it works, hey, it's well, a big win. Hey, we've seen what happens with Apex, even if it doesn't work, as long as it's a great game. Yeah, but that's because it was a battle royale. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Halo, Halo can't afford those mistakes. You, can't, you really can't. Because I agree with you with something you said a while ago, just to cap this off. I think this is 343's last chance. Oh, this is it. To make a Halo that breaks it back into Halo being super mainstream because Halo's turned into a niche. Yeah. So this is their chance to do it and yeah. if this doesn't fly, yeah. Halo's done. That was like Andromeda, right? It, that was that was their chance to bring Anthem, it. Anthem, not Andromeda. Or Anthem. Yeah. Sorry. That was their that was their chance and they blew it. Speaking of Anthem, it's soft bricking PS4s. <laughs> Dude, Anthem's fucked. <laughs> Anthem is absolutely fucked. Um, it was funny, Mi- Mr. Miyagi yesterday, I'm like, man, what do I play today? Because I, pl- I play a little bit of Trials uh, Trials Rising. Yeah, yeah, you play the little Trials. Yeah, because we yeah. used to play the shit out of that Trials we, HD back we did, in the like, day. An, an unhealthy amount. Dude, we used to sit, Adam and I used to sit on Xbox Live. Like 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, all night on those, you guys remember those little shitty headsets? Yes. I, like, I mean, super, <laughs> it, like, the padding on them was like this. 
Yeah, if, like, if you think that Apex's in-game audio sounded oh, bad and you weren't was, around for that that era of was, Xbox Live. It was horrible. It gets to the point where Adam and I would just sit on speakerphone. Yeah. Like, we'd just call each other on the phone and just put it on speakerphone because fuck that. Fuck. But we used to sit there and we used to just grind out times. And yes. we'd try and see who gets the best times. We'd sit there for We got pretty hours. good. Like oh, we, we got, got some, fucking we had, really we had good, some dude. top tens. Some tops? Oh, dude, we f- we were crushing that shit. And it was, it was that was the thing back then, it man. It was a thing. That was just so fucking cool. Like... Competing against people uh, online and trying to get the best times and shit like t- these times today, like even if they ha- and they do have that ability now, yes, you just don't care anymore. No, like you just don't care to go to look at stats. Well, and- that was still the achievement hunting yeah, era and everything yeah, too, dude, right? It was so much, yeah. We used to do tons of that for every game. Just play just, every game until you get as many as many achievements as you could, as you could. and yeah. then you look at your profile and you've got like so yeah. many points and you get badges and shit. It was fucking fire. But um, anyway, Mr. Miyagi was like, "What do you want? You know, you should you should play Anthem." <laughs> <laughs> and I and I thought that's because it, Mr. Miyagi hasn't hit the end game of Anthem yet, and he still thinks it's good. Well, he goes. He said. Uh, he said, you know, you never, you never know. Like you, you might like it, and there's not that many people playing it, so you know, it might be good for you. And <laughs> and I was, and, and, he, and he's starting to talk some sense to me a little bit. I'm okay. So I go over to Twitch, and I'm like, you know what? Let me watch ten minutes of this game. Just let me, just look, ten minutes. I'm gonna make a decision on the fly. Mm. You know, I really don't want to pay for this game, but I'll do it if I have to. I watched it for four minutes. Oh. And it was a whole lot of fucking nope. Yeah. Dude, I, I watched a guy in what seemed to be a mech suit. That's basically your Iron Man, various versions of Iron okay, Man. Okay, it suit. looked like a Marine yes. from StarCraft. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. a suit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, with a little bit more bells and whistles. Yes. He was jetpacking up and down. Yes. And he was shooting a fucking massive machine gun at what seemed to be a raid boss of some sort, this big fucking thing. Probably, yeah. And there was other people shooting at him. I watched them shoot this dude for four minutes, and I watched this monster just and it was <laughs> and that was it that, and, and that that's was all it. there is to until it. eventually this motherfucker went down yeah and that was it exciting there was, eh? no, there was li- it was exciting the moment i tuned i tuned in i was like oh damn this is it looks good on. right it looks, yeah. it's pretty it looks good and then you just keep seeing it and you're like, what the fuck is, is this going to change at any point in it's time? Like, it's like watching Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And 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 there's a dude that just or okay, a spirit bomb just went down. Yeah. Goku just smashed Frieza with a spirit bomb, and now the fucking world is getting smashed to pieces. And then they show the trees blowing, and then two minutes later they show the same tree <laughs> animation blowing because they're so lazy that they didn't want to do a different version of it so they just keep copy and pasting in that same freeze is still alive hit yes. him with another spirit bomb it's the, more it's, trees freeze is still thing. alive it's the same it's, yeah it's that's what the anthem was man and I, that was just four minutes then i was like nope buying trials it's that uh was it. it's that see that's what you just described is what when somebody asked me what would it take for for that genre to be good and i replied well you know obviously bullet sponge is a problem in that genre anyway because there's not really that many ways you can tackle not having bullet sponge yeah if everything is going down in a few shots that's then the game's gonna last like four and a half minutes yeah. you don't feel like some sort of like god but there's a balance between it being too bullet spongy and you never feel like a god yeah. and too bu- too not bullet spongy and you just plow through the game yeah and that's just the nature of a looter shooter. The way that you make it better is not necessarily dealing with the the minor enemies too much. Mm-hmm. Although you could make them maybe a bit smarter. Like Halo did a good job of mob of mob enemy uh, artificial intelligence. Is when you get to the raid boss, like you were watching, is 
if you're going to make somebody sit there and shoot for 10 to 15 minutes straight, mm-hmm. that's fine. But make sure that that the attacks are that different. the raid boss are doing changes enough so that you actually have to be way more involved yes. in what's going on. Maybe make the environment exactly. change over the terrain. time. Make, maybe maybe I, maybe you have to move completely out of the area. Maybe the fucking ground is falling underneath you. There's gonna be something that keeps you going for that whole time. That's what Devil May Cry. Uh, D- Devil May Cry did really Devil well. Devil May Edge Lord. Yeah, that's. But when I used to play Devil May Cry, yes, and it it's it's a hack and slash game. It is. But yeah. what they did so well is they made it so that the hack and slash didn't feel of course it to some degree it felt repetitive but the environments changed so much so often that it felt like it was a new experience it's in kind of every like, area you're in it's almost in like some of the older like the mortal Kombat fighting games and you like you'd uppercut somebody you yeah, go, go into that, another yeah, yeah. you a new area you jump right into the new spot and yeah, there's like a like, like blizzard going on now having having something change in the environment uh, at least gives you the idea that something is progressing uh, and yeah, the problem is with those, I guess, is that you're you're inevitably if you grind if you're grinding raids, you're gonna see the same terrain changes and stuff over time. But that's why varying the attacks uh, and not just having it be uh, bosses at eighty percent health now it does this attack, mm-hmm. bosses at fifty percent need t- some RNG now it does it need mix it up yeah. right, uh, and then then it makes grinding them less. Repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. Uh, and it also makes killing them the first time when you're still sitting there for 10 minutes shooting them yeah. less repetitive. Well, and, and when you go back to it the next time, it's almost like a completely different experience. Exactly. You're like, whoa, okay, this, I didn't do that last time. So here's the problem with that. These games have such a large scope as far as how much content they're trying to provide that providing that level of like minutia in terms of gameplay yeah. is too expensive and too costly. Yeah. So it, they're constantly at odds with the scope of of the genre of what of what people expect for how much gameplay how much time that they can sink into it and how detailed they can make all those little pieces those small little segments of that gameplay so uh, because destiny 1 has already come out destiny 2 experiences the same thing they put out some content people no life the fuck out of it for three straight days yep it's done it's done and then they go where the fuck's my content this shit's so fucking boring already what yep. you doing bungie yep. it's like we just guys we just worked on this for six straight months we just spent 200 million dollars guys and you just crank this shit out in like fucking two days <laughs> we're sorry that you don't have a life and you're just fucking crushing this game but yeah. we can't just it's impossible you're asking for what's not possible yeah. so that is the trouble with that genre which is what i was kind of concerned with when i saw anthem the first time at e3 was how are they going to fix the problems that destiny and even the division have run into yeah. and they can't people yeah. are comparing uh, anthem to destiny one right now division two <laughs> is seeing a bit more of a positive response it's still getting a lot of negative response in regards to how much bullet sponge there is but again that's just part of the genre you can't you can't really avoid it mm-hmm. it's just how do you how do you solve that problem with with uh variety in gameplay uh, i haven't played or seen very much division two yet some people have been like streaming a little bit of it here and there they were paying this i think at one point to play a little bit we'll see when it's like really taken off on twitch uh when it fully launches and people are hopping on what it looks like and i'll comment more on it then maybe i get a chance to play it at some point but it's still gonna have the same problem so it will come down to what we're just talking about how varied can they make those encounters mm-hmm. So that you at least feel like you're involved instead of just draining your ammo supply That's it. into an enemy for 10 minutes straight. That's right? it. What's next? Um, so yeah, it's soft breaking. Oh, I want to finish that thought. Soft breaking PS4s. Mm-hmm. Apparently Sony came out to help them and say, look guys, it's not entirely their fault. It is a bit on our side too with the console. Uh, so there's a fix being worked on to solve this. 
uh, but it will flat out soft break your console. You have to boot into safe mode, which is like you just hold the button a certain period of time. Um, and then you, it, it basically, you, you uh, uh, verify your hard drive. And it's okay, but people were freaking out because if they don't know about the safe mode thing, oh, they were like, the console just it looks like it's dead, right? So that's a bit of a problem. So they're working through that. They're also working on how the game scales their uh, the damage. Mm-hmm. Is that they've kind of done it the wrong way, and so it's making weapon balance really fucking hard for them, mm. and it's making the game even worse in regards to that bullet spongy nonsense. Uh, so they they just can't seem to get on top of it all. So all the best, Bioware, because this has been like your your like your big shot. Uh, you know what, I, I, I'm i making this prediction on the podcast too because I made it when I started playing Mass Effect uh, this week. I think because Anthem has gone down, I, I already knew it was going to happen eventually, but I think it's going to be sped up. We're going to see a uh, a Mass Effect collection remaster coming up faster than we would have otherwise because Anthem is not producing. They're going to need, Bioware is going to need to remind people why people should give a fuck about Bioware and also show them that they still want to be able to do that stuff and make them some quick money remastering a game can be expensive but it's not as expensive as making a brand new game mass effect will do well if you remaster it and make it easier to play on the pc and stuff because right now it's not all that easy Mm -hmm. they do that they pump out mass effect one two and three they put that out there that would be their their band-aid to the constantly bleeding wound that they have right now guys here you go there's a consolation prize exactly everything will be okay and then they get <clears throat> their shot to not do a multiplayer game, but then they're going to, I think, have one more shot to do like a standalone single player classic Bioware experience, story driven, narrative, not whatever the fuck this idea was that EA obviously crammed down their throat. Yep. Uh, and go from there. Steam. Steam has been. Me- Steam, Steam had a softball lined up for them this week. Okay. And they somehow. You played softball probably when you were real young, right? That's all I played. So, do you ever play T-ball? I played T-ball. So, when you're younger, you play T-ball first, you get into sit the softball. Right, sit right in front of you, you just swing and hit. Just swing and hit the goddamn ball. Yep. You always know how there's that one kid that even though it's right on there, he hits the T every time, but mm. he never hits the ball, and the Fuck. ball just kind of like limp dick falls off the thing onto the ground, that and then they're like, kid. Fuck it, just run. That's what Steam did this week. Okay. There was a game released on Steam called uh, Rape Day. Come again? Rape, that's a capital R-A-P-E, day. Rape day, as in a day of rape. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, you can guess what that game might entail. Raping. Yes. In the day. A fair amount of it. Uh, also, some borderline, uh, I think there's actually some, like, necrophiliac shit in there. Oh. And they held back on some child shit because they didn't want it to not be able to get put on Steam. <laughs> Really? All right, so you're following me on this so far. Yeah. A little fucked up. All right. So, so is that is that ins- is that insinuating that they were already going to get on Steam? They with were the rape day. They were okay, and they were for a while, uh, for several days, uh, and everyone several was like days. Se- several several rape days, a week, a baker's dozen of rape days, uh, and and Steam all Steam had to do. All right, so the 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 lead up to this is we would remember that earlier. Or like in 2018, Steam said it came out and said, "You know what, guys? We're letting everyone curate this shit. This is like a except for extreme circumstances of which their legal terminology was super vague. Anything goes. Fuck it. Just load this platform up with as much bullshit as you could possibly come up with, and then the market will decide 
what wants to be bought and what wants to be, you know, put into obscurity. Okay. All right. That's a very noble idea. You still have to keep on top of some stuff that's pretty bad. Like, for example, if somebody came up with a game called Rape Day, which involves a bunch of rape and, and other... Uh, Necrophiliac type Weird shit. shit. Okay? T-ball of the century. All Steam has to do is get out on top of that as soon as it becomes public knowledge, which took 24 hours. <laughs> sure it did. And, and take it down. Immediately. Yes. The name alone probably could arguably be enough to take the game down. Yes. Let alone the context of the game. And then come out and say, we do not approve of any video game on our platform or otherwise in which rape is a core concept of the game and not part of some much more specific, like, social commentary something. Or just not even go that far. Just say, fuck rape. Nothing. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. It's out of here. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't even do that. So it took them like days and days to get a response up. They eventually take the game down. And instead of just denouncing like rape and, and like games about rape and everything else, it's just the easiest softball PR move of life. They come out and say something like, oh, it's going to be, uh, you know, difficult to difficult to, to manage this it's gonna be damaging and stuff and so we're just gonna you know it, it was like a bunch of like legalese bullshit instead of just saying no rape done they couldn't even do that bro I'm and so now, now people are going all right so is there like an acceptable amount of rape like is there like uh, like the steam have some sort of like weird con like con concept of of a, a, a of a universe in which rape day was going to be like Okay. I'm seeing some screenshots of this Are game. Are you seeing some screenshots of the game? I don't know how in the fuck. Yeah! I actually don't. It's actually kind of creepy. I actually don't know how in the sweet living... Come on, Steam. Come on, Steam. How difficult can it possibly be to just take that down and be like, nope, that's it. So they fucked up a T-ball on that one. It's fucked up. Uh, Xbox rumored that uh, there's a possible Xbox One S coming that's got no disk drive. It's literally all hard drive just for downloadable games. I think they wanted to call it something like the, uh, um, oh shit, what was the name of it? They had, they had a name for it. Anyway, it's, it's still rumored, but it's rumored for like May. So like coming up soon, uh, just for people who want to save a couple extra bucks because the console will be cheaper because they don't have the disk drives in them. Uh, and it, you know they've obviously got the process of making Xbox One S's down. Question is, what's the hard drive on these things? I'm assuming they're gonna up the hard oh. drive. It'll be like a terabyte, probably maybe a two terabyte version or something available, uh, and allow people to, to download you know somewhere between five and ten plus games at a time without having to uninstall. And so that's the thing. Um, thumbs up. Cool. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. Wrong with, there's mean. nothing wrong with it. People are going to probably uh, hop on it a little bit, and it's just giving them another skew to probably start to slowly reduce the number of skews of the Xbox One uh, as they are ramping into production of the Xbox One uh, or ramping up Xbox One X, mm -hmm. scaling back on the other ones, and getting ready for the next gen Xbox that is probably 2020, I believe. Yep. Um. Great news for Ubisoft this week. So Ubisoft has been battling. We talked about the podcast over the course of uh, the last year or so, but Vivendi had been trying to overtake 
uh, Ubisoft buying shares out over time, and then uh, got to a point where Ubisoft was trying to protect themselves, so they were buying back shares to try and keep uh, the majority control of the company, and then Vivendi started to like slow down and be like, I uh, don't know if we want to do this. Well, finally, this week, Ubisoft and, and, and Guillaume can breathe because Vivendi has sold the last of their shares and they're no longer trying to take over the company. There we so go. Ubisoft, Ubisoft still gets to stand by themselves and not get controlled by some major... The dream. Uh, ...entertainment conglomerate. Uh, they survived the, uh, the, the overtake and now they can continue to make uh, <laughs> what I consider um, to be the most inconsistent in quality games on the market. Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yes. You either get dog shit or you get some or you fire. get uh, some fire games. Yep. They don't seem to have figured out the consistency part yet. You know what? I'd rather have it that way, honestly. I'd rather just have it. It's either going to be great, like worth just, your money, or, or just, not, or just no. That's true. No instead, middle ground. Instead of just this middle bullshit where you're just yeah. like, uh, I just, uh, you know, either you really want it, yeah. or you know that you definitely don't. That's want it. it. I, this, I actually think just a game should be like that. Period. Makes it makes the decision process better. Makes you feel better about your purchase. Yes. Um, yeah. So definitely cool, Ubi. Good job. We're Ubisoft. happy for you. You survived it. Uh, random guy in the U.S. who was there from um, shit. What other country? What what country was he from? I can't remember if it was like Malaysia or something like that. I, I honestly, I'm trying. I, I I wish I'd written it down. But he's he's uh, a student in the states, uh, living in a home with some other guys. While they're going to school, you know, that tends to happen. You just rent a, a house or something together. Um, randomly, the house got shot up the other night uh, with several bullets that made their way through the walls into the house, into the ceiling, ceiling fans, stuff like that. One bullet, while the guy was playing, went through the wall and hit the back of his computer monitor. Right in dead center. So, like, if his, his, fa- if his face is here, the bolt basically just hit the back of the computer monitor and the monitor stopped the bullet. And the monitor still works. Oh, the dream! That who who made that monitor? MSI. Oh, MSI is saving lives. Fucking saving lives. Dude, that's great publicity. It's the for Nokia MSI. phone of monitors. Oh my god! Dude. So obviously MSI they sent him out a new monitor. Oh, of course they are. They're gonna oh, be all over on that top shit. of that shit. They could give him a nice care package. Exactly. Somebody already made a great meme. It was like the PUBG, but instead of the frying pan, it was an MSI monitor. Oh my god! They just run around with MSIs <laughs> in the back of their fucking <laughs> backpack. Oh, shit. They're going around picking up MSI monitors <laughs> off the ground, yes! slapping them on the back. Exactly. Dude. So it- that happened. Uh, the police The police eventually said it was completely random. It was one of those things that uh, that has just happened forever in the States where uh, people just, as like a dare, either for gang initiation or just because you're fucking retarded, uh, you get dared to literally just drive through a neighborhood and just blah, 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 just rattle off a few rounds into ruck- like fucking random like family homes yeah. and hey, shit. we want you to drive down the street and just start shooting houses, but yeah. how do I get a gun? Oh, go to Walmart? No, okay. Just fucking do it. <laughs> hey. If that was if all of America right now, should be buying some MSI monitors exactly, and just putting one on every corner of the room. Zombie apocalypse. Just every just door, every door, monitors. just massive MSI monitors and bolt them to the walls and windows. Fucking bulletproof monitors, man. Let's That's go. Right. World War Three bunkers built out of MSI monitors. Mm. So that happened. So shoutouts to that guy for uh, surviving that and not becoming another statistic um, on the long list. That's so fucked up. 
You just don't that's hear just, that shit happening no, in like Canada just, or some shit. Of course not. That shit's like, just crazy, man. And if it does, it's like once a decade. Yeah, the whole fucking city shuts down. They're like, what the fuck? It's not just like it's not like people on social media in the states. Like, here's a here's a fucking Uzi, and we're just gonna like blah, 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 just into like a random and like for. Dude, Why? I, I would say probably. Why do you do that? I would say literally, and I'm just making this number up, but it's probably not far off. Probably about 95 percent of Canadians have never even seen a gun. Legit, probably, and like, like in real life, like or in real, held one. and held one, yeah. like like yeah. they may have seen uh, at a hunting shop or something, yeah. But in terms of like literally, like holding, like if a I gun. put a pistol on this on this exactly. table, you'd be yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a pistol, Jeff. What the yes. fuck are you? Why doing? do you have a gun? Why do you have a gun? Exactly. Yeah. You want to you want to hold it? No, I don't want to hold that. Oh, it's a yeah. fucking mess. That's crazy, man. So MSI. Yeah. MSI. Shout us to MSI. MSI gonna start making bulletproof vests. MSI, can you hook us up with some monitors? Yeah. I need I need a a nice. We need monitor something right here. Right here, MSI. Give me something so we can play some classic 32 games. 32 inch? There. 30 is no, I think 27. Is it 27? Yeah, I think 27. All right. 27. Give us a 27 inch MSI bulletproof monitor, <laughs> and we'll have that shit right there on every podcast. MSI, saving yeah. lives. Yeah. Every day. Clip that and send that out to them. Square Enix isn't saving anyone's lives with their games because uh, Square Enix just uh, published a game called Left Alive, which was kind of like, um, um, you remember those like armored core type games, like that, that kind of like mecha type deal. I don't think it's the armored, I don't think it's based on the armored core. It was a, a but another one of the mecha games, uh, of your, um, front mission, maybe. Okay. Anyway, um, it's called Left Alive, and it came out, and it bombed so hard, so catastrophically, <laughs> that they banned all live streams of it in Japan. Oh. And it already started going on sale like three days after it came out. Oh. Apparently, it is so shittily optimized and plays so fucking broken and bad that they they couldn't stop the bad press and to try and salvage the situation they've just been basically playing like cover up every ounce of gameplay that you could possibly show so that we have a chance in hell of selling like five copies of this video game it just doesn't surprise me it just doesn't surprise me man fuck square enix man just so it was em. bad just fuck them Japanese developers just, other yeah, than just, Nintendo, dude, they, really struggling to figure out what the fuck. Apparently Devil May Cry, though. Devil May Cry 5. I'm hearing good things about it. I'm hearing very good things about it from gameplay perspective. I'm still not going to play it because I literally cannot, and call me an asshole for this, I can't get over how edgelord that shit is. Super edgelord. Like, goddamn fedoras and shit, and like, miladies, and, and, just, and, and just the amount of, like, teenage angst, angst. and just emo fuckery, and the worst... Fucking theme song of all time in Devil Trigger, what I had to suffer through in the fucking Game Awards ceremony. It's bad. Fuck me. It's bad. It's real. Fuck. <laughs> it's real bad. But from a gameplay perspective, looks, apparently it's great. Looks cool. Go play it if you can stand the fact that this is some shit for a 15-year-old. They got that that's on got a new engine, too, I do believe, black right? Black-dyed bangs over one eye, fucking with, like, fingerless striped gloves up to his elbows, mm -hmm. contemplating life in the great fucking beyond. 
occasionally considering self-harm and just listening to music, then telling their mom it's not just a phase, this is me for life, and then five to seven years later, they're a fucking tax accountant with straight cut hair and a shaved face with a family and two children listening to country music. That's what that game is for? Unless, and that's just assuming that you can look past (laughs) that shit. And just play it for the gameplay, because apparently gameplay is fire. So congratulations to those who love it, but fuck me. Uh, like, I can play some, some like, I can get past some shit it's very edgy. if the game is fun. It's very edgy. But that is like, that is like, it's like Edgelord if, if it was like, hello fellow children, let me come in and try and use some memes, like Hillary Clinton on Twitter using memes. Don't do that. It's like that, but from a video game developer being an edgelord for like 2003. Fuck. It's brutal. I'm with you. Uh, that's it for games, unless you've got something else that came up? No, that's, uh, that's it. Mr. Max was black. Yeah. Hit me up with the sound of the room. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not hit her. I, I did, did not. not. It's I bullshit. Did not. I, did, I not. did not. I did not. Oh, hit. hi, Mark. <laughs> Adam watched The Room for the first time the other day. Last night. Last night. Fire. <laughs> it's good. Fucking fire. I, 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 Adam was uh, telling me about some scenes, and I, 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 I've seen the movie, but I saw it when I was like 18 years old, when it like around when it first came out. Was it maybe might have been like a year old or something when I first saw it, and it was fire then. And then I saw the Disaster Artist like two years ago, maybe even last yeah two years ago, and that shit was even more fire. Bro, bro, it's good, bro. I'm, I'm gonna watch it next. It's like good. Disaster Artist is absolutely next on my list. It's good, but the room, yeah, is it's an experience. Yes. That's uh, that's the only way I can describe it is it's an experience. Imagine seeing that in theater with other people, like with you know with uh, like an audience of 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 like you know fifty other people in a theater. I want to put this into perspective. People were walking out of Star Wars movies, like the latest Star Wars movies. People fill the theaters to see yes, the room, absolutely, because it's a it's an experience. Yes, and Tommy Wiseau. I'm I'm fucking telling you. He's not. It's not a. He fucking... is playing the long game, Sasha Baron Cohen. He'll be on his deathbed, and he'll be like, "Ha ha, gotcha, bitch." Nah. I'm telling There's you, no fucking way. There bro. is no way that somebody could could literally. I've seen some people stumble through life and make like just massive success and continue to stumble. This man could survive every Final Destination movie. Thrice with the amount of stumbling and winning that he's managing to make happen with the room. What a what a legend. What an absolute what god. A fucking legend. And what's even more legendary about his legend is it's the only goddamn movie he's ever done. And he'll ever he'll never make another movie. And, and that's what's so fucking like he hasn't he hasn't gone to another movie and done no, his shtick. No. He hasn't he hasn't tried to make a a, a room 2 or some sort of no, fucking no. prequel or some fucking Why is weird it called shit. The room? I do, because everything happens in the in room. In the one apartment? In that one apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the room, man. Like, why wouldn't it be called the room, asshole? Come oh, on. fucking no. <laughs> you could call it Oh Hi Mark and I'd be on board. <laughs> That's actually a pretty dope <laughs> name. Oh Hi Mark. Perfect. Yes. Oh Hi. I did not. I did not. I did not. 
<laughs> I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it's, it's bad. So I watched The Room. It's fire. If you haven't seen this movie, I'm, I promise you, it is the worst movie ever made, but it's also one of the best movies ever made. Mm. And I'm not even joking. Like, the, it's, it is simultaneously the worst and possibly one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I was say, saying this to Jeff earlier, and, it's, and, and I'm taking this idea, uh, but it made sense when I heard it. I'm taking this out of um, the mouth of, uh, of fucking, what's his name who plays it in Disaster Artist? Franco. Franco. James Franco. It was an interview. He said, he said, the movie is successful because not only is it so bad it's good, but why is it good? Why is it so watchable? He says, because it has heart. You can watch Tommy Wiseau for all of his energy. He put in every ounce of energy he had in his body Mm -hmm. into acting his heart out in every scene. And it's dog shit. Mm -hmm. But you can feel Mm. that he has put his soul into this movie. Yes. There are tons of soulless shit movies, but this movie is terrible in a in a way that's funny, but you can feel Tommy Wiseau's soul. He's like the he's like the captain that goes down with the ship. He went you know? down hard. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't give a fuck. He is, he is doing every protocol there is. He's saving lives. He's out there feeling like he's fucking doing his job. And if he's got to go down with it, he's going down with it. And it's a, it's a. Oh pretty- my god, he's making a new movie called Big Shark. I'm in. I'm in. Sold. I'm in. He's I'm, about I'm, to make millions. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Off of that movie. Oh fuck yeah, whatever dude. the fuck it is. And he better star in it. Or he I'm better done. star. I oh, won't my- watch it if he's not in it. Yeah, exactly. He better fucking star in this movie. He better direct. Act, produce, fund, everything, just like this one. I will be there with and bells imagine on. If it's a shark movie too, like Jesus, oh my God. can you just, imagine Tommy Wiseau starring and and directing and producing Sharknado? That's a that that's 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 a type of shark movie I envision. Yes, with that he that he will make, and I'll watch it. I'll watch all of it. Uh, I saw last oh. night. I watched uh, Green Book. Oh, how was that? Because that was that one. Uh, that one. That, uh, what, uh, one uh, awards. Ma- the the black guy. The the marsh. Uh, the the. Oh come on! You got this, Jeff. I believe his name. Something Ali. Mahersha, Mahersha Ali. There also it is. known as Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes two point <laughs> uh, I saw that last night. Um, yeah, it looked it or it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it a great deal. Awesome. It was, it was good. It was. It's basically about a. A black guy who is like a, a piano prodigy, okay, um, classically so, and he is—he's a doctor, and he's going down south in the United States at a time where black people—it was, it, you know, there's still plantations. Black people are in the cotton fields. Lynching they're, is happening. You know, there—it—it—it it, it wasn't like in its peak. Like it's peak slavery type, but it's but it was it still was, going down. It was going down. It was the part where blacks were starting to just come into society, but there were still like black only bars, black only hotels. You know, they wouldn't let black people try on clothing in clothing stores unless you were buying it. Um, they wouldn't let you eat at certain restaurants, so on and so forth. And he goes and he performs for all these rich white people, essentially. Mm. And it, there's this. He's having this uh, this crisis with himself in terms of not being like other black people, um, and he's he's got this way of thinking that just because I am black doesn't mean that I need to uh, act. I shouldn't say act black because that's exactly what he hates. It's more of like uh, I'm going to be proper in me. 
Yeah. And it just so happens that I'm black. I, I don't need to eat fried chicken. I don't need to. Uh, I don't need. That sounds like a really like. That sounds like some social commentary on oh, the year 2019. It's there's there. It's a lot of social commentary and 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 to some people probably that sounds like basically it. what what uh <clears throat> what uh who was it i think it's what bill cosby was trying to preach before he ended up uh becoming a, a sexual deviant mm. where he was going around trying to tell like young like black youths stop acting like stereotypical yes young black youths because you'll Yes. Probably do better. Yeah, well, he and it wasn't that he was going around saying that to other black people. It no, was but just, like he the was breaking I, the, the mold. I, the idea and, and to yeah. all the other white people is they treated everybody, yeah. all the blacks, the same because they saw them in a certain way, and he wanted to show them and and himself and 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 show them that you know I don't need to act a certain. I can. I we're just like you guys too. It's right? Almost like almost like you watched Boardwalk Empire. No, you didn't. No. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's good. But I, I actually think what a lot of it is, is usually it's the opposite where, say, for example, you're watching a slavery movie. Yeah. And you're feeling bad for the black people. You're just like, fuck, man. Like, I'm feeling like, that's just terrible. I can't believe what they went through. Blah, blah, blah. It makes white people almost look like monsters. Yeah. Right? Well, they were. They, well, yes. I'm Not all. Not, <laughs> no. Not all. But, but yes. Yes. Some good, there's was, some uh, interesting... There, there were a lot of monsters, but that—that yeah. that was the whole point of the movies. They want you to sympathize with the black, yeah, yeah, and they want you to to vi- uh, uh, make make the white people look like the devil, yeah, 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 essentially. Yeah, yeah. And this movie was almost not the opposite, but instead it was like it was almost—I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know who directed this movie, um, but I would almost imagine that somebody black did not direct this movie mm. because in this it actually tried to make white people look good it was like it was this thing where there were there because the main the other main character who's white mm-hmm. he is a a, a blue car a, a rough around the edges guys from the from the bronx and he and he drives around this 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 doctor that's that's a genius that's a musical genius and a and tech, a, a very um intellectual guy and the the white dude's this sort of uh, uh, street smart, rough around the edges, fights. His vocabulary's bad. He's basically like a black person uh, in in the ghetto, but uh, but it's a white guy. Uh, it's almost like the the roles are reversed, and then it's the white guy changing his views on on the black on, okay. on black people, and then you start to see some of the other white. Sure, you got some nasty white characters in there, but then you you got some other white characters that do really nice things, and you see them sort of change their. So it, it was a lot of this like. It was a weird thing, but I enjoyed it. I, the chemistry between the two char- the two main guys were incredible. It was a good story. It was one of the the few Oscar movies that I'm just like, oh, it's just uh, usually Oscar bait movies. I'm like, ah, they're a little artsy fartsy and pretentious. This one had bits of that, but I just I enjoyed it and I laughed. It's like it's it's not a comedy, but it's it's a it's a make you feel good, uh, but also make you a little angry too mm. it's like it's just it's this nice i liked it if you guys didn't see it, green book I, I it's not for everybody i'm telling you there'll be some black people that'll fucking hate this movie and then there'll be because some, it shows white people as not being all assholes or something yes yeah. because it's it's a weird thing and you got this black guy that's that's 
really tr- conflicted with it, how he wants to present it, but himself. But they do. I think they do it in a good in a good way. So anyway, I watched that last night uh, with the wife and my mom. My mom spent the night. Oh, so, nice. we, so we all watched it, and and Kai watched it, but he was sleeping the whole time. So he'll remember it later on. I'm oh sure. yeah, I'm sure he'll remember it. He'll pick up on it. Yeah. But you know, I, I drew that. Uh, if you have a chance to watch Boardwalk Empire, I think you would really, 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 really like it. Uh, so definitely, like if you're looking, if you're running out of Netflix stuff, and you can find Boardwalk Empire, it's good. Um, Gab's got me onto it. Um, I I think it's probably one of the best series I've ever seen. Mm. Um, I'd probably it's definitely top ten. Um, it could be top five. Woo! Like it's really good. Okay, and it does it does very similar. It sounds like it's similar era, so. It was Prohibition era for for this yes. stuff, so it's around that yep. that time. So uh, the reason I brought it up is because there's a character in it um, uh, whose name is uh, coincidentally Chalky White is his name, he's a black guy, uh, but that's like his nickname, right? Chalky kind White. of Chalky White. So, um, but he's he was uh, higher up socially because he was uh, part of like the entertainment ring. Yep. And whatnot, and uh, was quite well to do financially speaking, and definitely, uh, even though he wasn't, because he wasn't really educated at the time, because obviously that wasn't the the case, especially for a man his age at that time. Uh, but he handled his business well, and he knew that that was what he was, and he struggled internally a lot with with that, as far as the image as well yes. of presenting more of what would be considered something that would be whiter. Yes, uh, but. Uh, but still obviously being very much uh, part of the black community. Mm. And then the characters interacting with him, you could see, you were seeing the various takes that would have existed at the time, some of them respecting him wholly and not looking at the fact that he was black and just dealing that's with him as a business what Green, partner. That's, that and sounds, some, yep. it's like, so what you're describing sounded so much like that. Yeah. So, uh, and they did a great job of it. Steve Buscemi is the lead character in... Oh. Um, in Boardwalk Empire, That's pretty good. and there are some other characters in there that uh, people in there that you'd probably know. In fact, if you saw Chalky White, you probably would know him because he's been in several other things as well. But yeah, very, very, uh, very good show. Definitely, uh, yeah. There's definitely this, check it there's out. this yeah. one scene in particular, and it's no major spoiler or anything. But there's one scene in particular that that was pretty profound, where their car because he's driving them across uh, uh all through the the southern parts of of America because the 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 doctor wants to go um to the to the most places that you know there's there's yeah. a divide right yeah, yeah. and like the worst possible places and um the car breaks down and they're in they're on this long highway and then the 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 white guy he he's basically he works for the black guy, mm-hmm. so he gets out. He's checking out the 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 radiator and the in the front of the car, putting water in it, and then he opens up the door for uh, the black guy, and he gets out of the car. and, and He's always dressed in the nines. He's got a fucking beautiful suit on. He's very proper, um, you know, all all that stuff. But when he gets out of the car, he looks on the other side of the road, and on the other side, there's uh, basically a cotton field, and mm. there's like black slaves just. Like all in the showing field, that like showing, stark dichotomy yeah, between and, and the two, they, yeah. And then they they look over and they're all like, you know, and they see this this black this strong, independent black and guy white standing dude there working and for he's, him. yeah. And you got the white guy opening the door yeah, for him, yeah. closing, yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. And it was just like whoa. And it was all it was like these two worlds. This it was like 
it's so crazy how the 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 difference between how far how, how far of a distance between yeah, the two. It's yeah. like it's like how close they are, but how so still how far they it, it exactly. Was. That yeah. was like I, I I thought it was the best scene in the movie, and it was like it was really powerful. Some of the stuff in it was really good. So uh, I give I give one and a half thumb up for for Green Book. Beauty, yeah, beauty. Uh, I think people are going to give two. Possibly even five thumbs down on the Sonic movie, which we all knew was going to be bad anyway. Yeah. But then they released the first official images of the Sonic character. No. And now, North America has a storied history of taking video game characters uh, for movies and fucking them up in ways that nobody thought could be possible to make them barely even look Mm -hmm. like... Their character counterparts. This is no Ooh, different. Uh, it's if you have a chance to look it up, you probably would have seen him pop up in I've seen on, on already like on Twitter and other like uh, social media. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, look it up. It is. I uh, I don't know how you fuck up Sonic. Well, you do it that way. It's like fucking up Mario. Like how like the the character's been around for so long and has had such a specific look. That how you could how you could get to that point is a mind fuck to me. Uh, well, it doesn't even it doesn't even really look like Sonic. That's it. Just looks like a it, it looks fucking stupid. Don't even you know what? It kind of looks like this is what it looks like to me. It looks like a nine or a ten year old <laughs> drew some fan art of Sonic. Yes, and then an actual like graphic artist took that and made and it- then drew it. And made it look good. And made it look good, like in the sense yeah, in of in the like, sense of you fidelity. took the shitty fan art and, then and turned, made the shitty fan art look presentable, like yes. if it was a real good Sonic. And that's what he looks like. Yes, it's garbage. Don't don't even go look at it. This movie's going to fail so horribly. Um, I knew it was in trouble the moment Jim Carrey signed on to this thing, and I'm like, why that, is Jim Carrey doing this? Why would you? How desperate? Yeah. Oh, des- desperation. I mean, his career was already like a little rocky. Oh, <laughs> you take on Sonic? No. No. It's no. You've just shot. It's done. Um, Keep selling art. Uh okay so last week I think we we said Will Smith was out for Deadshot. Uh Idris Elba's in for Deadshot. Oh, that's an upgrade in my books. That's what a lot of <laughs> a lot of people are saying the yeah, exact same yeah. thing. So what we're hearing now is James Gunn is going to be making a, basically a reboot of Suicide Squad. Oh fuck, that's such um, a good choice. Yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised so, they got him though. Like he's. I'm not be- because because Marvel because uh, him and Marvel are are done. Right? They fired him. They they're still using his script for Guardians. No, I mean no, I mean Elba, not Gunn. Oh, yeah. I well, I mean uh, Elba's. Uh, he's Idris is done. Uh, he know, got he got he got maxed off on the last Avengers. You know what I'm. You know what I'm. Uh, oh, that's true. You know what I'm envisioning. Is what was that? What was the name of that movie? Um, the tower was it called the tower? Yep. That like that was with uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah, it was, about that? it was the Stephen uh, King yes, book. Yes, that. Yes, Dead Eye. Yes, yes. Sounds fire to me. Yes, Idris Elba is just well, he's a god. I mean, he he is crushing right now. He's I mean, crushing he, it he, Like, Hollywood has taken him in. Dude, he had a fucking rap video just come out here. I know. Like, Do you dude, see that I shit? I saw it. Yes, dude. Also fire. He Did also, you see the coat he came in out of that? He also does MMA. Did what? you see that too? What? Yeah. Idris, He's Idris, a pretty big dude. Yes, dude. He also does MMA. In fact, uh, I I want to <laughs> say fuck? Idris, Idris. 
Does he just do everything now? Like, is he leaving anything for anyone Idris else to Elba, be able to and, do? I think uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. So Idris Elba legitimately had a had a fight. I think he had one professional fight that he won. What the fuck? Yeah, he's legit. And apparently he's going to be doing. Uh, he's he's in talks to do like a big MMA movie uh, down the road as well. But yeah, he's like a fucking. Uh, he's apparently really good at Muay Thai. Um, the guy is just. He's just a, he's a renaissance man. Yes, he is. He is that dude, bro. And uh, so anyway, he's playing. He's playing uh, Deadshot. So I, I thought that was good. Um, also, uh, The Witcher um, is been yes. in production. Yes, and apparently, uh, good things are, are. They have we haven't been seeing much, but good good things are starting to be uh, the being whispered around. Mm. Um, they're calling it the Game of Thrones of Netflix. Oh, uh, that's the dangerous whisper. <laughs> I know. In fact, somebody might call it. Mm. A careless whisper. Oh. <laughs> I'm here all week. Uh, but anyway, so that that's happening, and we're, we're hearing good things. Speaking of Game of Thrones, mm. it's coming soon. I'm not watching the trailer. Winter- oh. I'm going in. Don't watch that trailer. No, no, not you don't even, even no, really see much. Nothing. It's, all they're doing is nothing. More- uh-huh. Raw, dry. It looks so fucking. No courtesy cool. spit. It looks fire. <laughs> it looks fire. I'm fucking ready, bro. I'm ready. I'm not only ready to watch this, I'm ready for it to end. Yes. Um, I want to, I'm ready for this to end. Yes. I want to know what happens. Yes. And I just want to move on. I want to say this is the single greatest TV series I've ever seen in my life. And I want to just move on with it and see what other great shows come up. I just down want the road. it to end well so think, that I'm satisfied with I it. I think it's going to And not just like blue balled the fuck. I think it's going to be pretty fucking <sighs> fire. And you know what's going to be dope is every week. On the podcast, we'll we'll talk about uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And a spoiler a spoiler alert at yeah. the end of every uh, of every podcast. I don't know when. I don't know what days uh, Game of Thrones usually airs. I don't know if it's on a Wednesday. I think it's usually on Wednesdays. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, but I know it's not a Thursday. No, so I think we're. I think we we're should good be there. in the clear. Yeah, yeah. We should be, and in it the should clear. also give people a couple days to see it. Actually, too. watch it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Pretty excited. Fire. Um, what other new uh, movies uh, related stuff was there? I thought there was one other d- decently sized. Um... Well, Captain Marvel is tonight. Oh yes. Oh, I'm going to go see that tonight. Yeah. Are, you, are you coming? Sure. Okay. Adam and I are going to see it, and then we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Adam's, yeah. Adam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's <laughs> going to be my movie date guy for for a while because Kayla, hey! Kayla is uh, on baby duty, and yes. she literally can't leave the baby for more than you know a couple hours because the baby if you're needs lucky. milk. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> um, plus, she just doesn't want to. You know how moms are. Attach the hip. Um, so, and I've got I've I'm with uh, Cinemia, so I've got like a a movie plan, which is pretty amazing i paid like 200 i think it was like 220 dollars for the year yeah and i get two two movies for two so like so i get two so movies four for tickets t- basically so four tickets yeah um and one of them is good for any 3d or imax or uh any any something like 50 dollars a month worth of yes for 200 dollars. basically and after yeah. about three months pays for itself pays for itself yeah. and then you've got the rest of the year for free just rack that literally up literally for free. And what's great about it too is when you buy them, you still get movie points. So I'm still getting movie points. So every, I say once a month, I get a free movie ticket from those movie tickets. Yeah. So it's like a, just a fucking movie. Just movie bonanza. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Captain, uh, Captain Marvel, um, there's this huge divide. 
because of all the shit that Brie Larson's been going on social media and saying she's very, you know, she's like one of those feminist type, you know, this is a great movie for for women and shoving down this women thing. And then she made some comments. I mean, there's nothing bad with saying this movie is for women and it's, you know, it's it's good for women. It's good for women. Uh, She didn't say it was made for women, but she said, you know, it's good. But people are like, I think more people are angry at Marvel for um, their campaigns that they've been having for uh, for Cat Marvel, well, we where ta- it's very, we, very, very woman. It, we talked about the first. We talked you, about the first trailer yeah. where I know where I like flat out said like, yeah, they had like the uh, all of the imagery was all like down to like showing the first letter was like. Um, uh, like a, like the M like upside down or some shit or whatever and they flipped it. it was like the woman thing and like they had it was like really ham fisted yeah um and I think we talked about the fact that that they should probably be going more of a Wonder Woman route where yes. just let the movie speak for exactly. itself and a strong what, female role and that's what the the public saying is like yeah. dude we don't need you to shove this down her throat look how well Wonder Woman did it was yeah. a great movie she was powerful nobody nobody com- they didn't shove it down our throats no it was just great but uh, and if there was going to be a movie for them to do that with. It's this. Wonder Woman would be yes. the one that that would have happened, and it w- and they did it, and, and they it was great. And it's it. you know everyone's looking forward to the next one. So with this, uh, the the the, the consensus is it's not a bad movie. It's it's a it's it's a good movie. Uh, but some people are just there's a divide where people are just fucking salty. If you go to any uh, movie review for for Captain Marvel that's out, the the likes and dislike ratio are just like it's like seriously tons and tons of dislikes people are like this people are talking about boycott the movie because you know marvel's on their agenda and they're, they're pushing all this fucking uh, socialist type bullshit and i'm just like guys that just sounds go like to a bunch the, of neckbeards yeah just go to the movie yeah. and fucking have fun yeah. you know what i mean like at the end of the day if it's got a good message and it's great for women sure uh, but people are just upset because they're like they're marvel's acting like there isn't powerful women in other movies are acting like this is the this is the fucking one and blah 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 but you know there's always this and i just think a lot of it too i don't is, i don't disagree that they've definitely been going perhaps oh, they, a bit harder but it on doesn't it fucking bug it's not it doesn't move me to the point where i'm like you know whatever you look at something even like alita and that's that's the other thing is a lot of people are like fuck uh fuck cat marvel and they alita, haven't seen it they're like go watch uh, alita they're like go support alita battle angel and because uh, that, that's got a, a strong, powerful female lead, and they didn't shove anything down her throat, and uh, and we want a sequel. So go fucking watch the to movie. To be fair, I would rather another Alita than I would a Captain Marvel. Oh, 100%. Even though I haven't seen it, we're going to see it tonight. I'm going to tell you that even if I enjoy Captain Marvel, I would still rather another Alita it's, Battle it's, Angel. It's very, it's very likely. Than and, and speaking of uh, Alita, so they, they didn't do too hot domestically. The uh, the but numbers the, the number the numbers are going up. Yeah. Um, basically uh, overseas in China, movies doing Smashing great, it. doing great. We are not in sequel money territory yet. People thought this movie was gonna bomb. Like it wasn't doing good at all, and then good word of mouth started getting around, yeah, yeah. and are starting to get like well, decent a lot of turnover. People got caught up on like your eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like before the movie even came out and started well, bad and talk you know what? in the Theor- movie. And 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 most times sci-fi in 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 North America doesn't it do doesn't do well. well. It just yeah. doesn't. It just doesn't. Like Edge of Tomorrow didn't do well here. Fucking uh, Pacific Rim well, we're didn't still, do well We're here. still in our superhero pocket Valerian right now. didn't do well. Uh, Alita didn't do Star well. Star Wars is the only one. Star Wars the only one. Doing it. Star Wars. Yeah. So, you know, but overseas are doing well. So apparently rumor is they need to make between uh, 350 and 400 million dollars to break even on the movie. So it costs a little over 200 million to make. And then they usually double it for advertising. Literally, that's right. like that for almost every movie. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, you know, if Avatar costs 250 million to make, costs another 250 million yeah, to, to advertise. advertise it. 
So they've already made what I checked. This was five days ago. They had just breaking uh, broke the 350 million mark in terms of money brought in. So they're thinking now that they're right around the, the break even. Um, they still got a, a little bit of ways to go. But now that Cap Marvel's coming out, obviously, they're going to take another big hit. Um, and then they still got streaming services, Blu-ray, all that other stuff. Right. Yeah, so yeah, they're going yeah. to do well. But what they also think and what James Cameron was saying is. They, they already have another one written. They're planning to make another one, but they it need the studio needs to make money. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, is they're thinking James Cameron's going to say, fuck it, and still make the movie because the technology, the way that James Cameron put it was, sure, we'd love it to make movie, but, or sorry, to make money. But the thing was, is the technology that he used was also a test run for Avatar. Right. Uh, okay. Because they were, it was almost like, it, it was like, um, it was almost like if Elon Musk went and built a fucking uh, 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 a SpaceX rocket ship, yeah, yeah. and they put one up in the air, and it it did its thing, and it came down, and it landed off the mark. But it landed, it landed, but it landed off the mark. Well, it was that a success? To, to James Cameron, it's a success because he's got a, a good proof of concept. the The technology works. People have taken well to it. Um, they, they, they know how to uh, deliver it and all this stuff because it'd be much cheaper to do it that way than to do it while they're filming Avatar or build, uh, trying to build out all this technology. Yeah. So um, people are thinking, and James Cameron is so fucking loaded rich and don't give a fuck. James Cameron that, partially funded himself if he yes. likes the movie enough. Yes. They already put all the money into the technology, so it'll be cheaper to do this time around. It's, that's it. It'll go faster because they know the technology. Yep. Uh, and I think that I think that this is going to be one of those movies that does well after, after it leaves theaters. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be like uh, kind of similar to Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. where it didn't necessarily like absolutely smash it in theaters, but then it turned into a movie that everyone wanted to own at home, yep. show off their, 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 TVs. Uh, their TVs and their home theater systems and shit, because yep. they're going to be like pushing yep. uh, Dolby Atmos, yep. they're going to be pushing you know the, the, the 4K you know, crazy shit. Um, you know, if James Cameron wanted to go real ham with it, he could start doing stuff while uh, working with in the Asian markets, LG and Samsung pushing uh, like an 8K release just for fun, like they did with some of the original 4K stuff two, three years before 4K even hit mm-hmm. mainstream. Yep. Uh, small shit like that. I think it's going to become a cult mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I bet you merchandise will probably do relatively okay for them as well, especially in the Asian markets. Yep. Um, and so I think that as long now that they've gotten to break even, I think they're going to be I fine. I think they're going to be fine, It's yeah. just that it's going to be a little longer to see that revenue come in. Yep. And I think James Cameron knows that. He loves the movie enough anyway. Yep. He knows that he can make I the next one for gr- cheaper. I, I liked it. I liked the movie a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. It definitely is not a perfect movie by any means, but I think the world building is incredible. Oh, it's great. I think, I think it looks beautiful. I love the character. I love the world. It was entertaining, and it left you with just enough questions that you want to see exactly. the answers to those and questions. And it had this Avatar effect to it where I love the world, where yes. I didn't love the world as much as Avatar because Avatar was just like this, you know, holy fuck. Yeah, it's a totally but, different but, thing. But I, I, I love the... the the story, be like the the world, not even just the look of the world, but the, the the way it ran, like the the everything. If you guys didn't go and see uh, Alita: Battle Angel, definitely check. Go it out. check it out. Go support the movie because uh, it needs to make money. Because we want to see another one. Yeah, a hundred percent, straight up, a hundred percent. Anything else? Oh, you watched a little bit of the Michael Jackson oh. uh, leaving I, Neverland. I, I tried did. to find it before I watched the room. Yeah, I was trying to it's find a way to watch it. I know, but I didn't want to watch it downstairs because I was lazy in my office. Ah, uh, uh, and I tried to log in to HBO Go through my provider. Yeah, but it's not available in Canada because HBO hates Canada. No, no, we have it upstairs. 
No, no, I mean on the computer. Like if oh, you log on, on the, the website, uh, okay, HBO okay. Go is the Sorry, mobile. I meant on your TV. Which yeah. you can still log in with Bell Alliant, mm-hmm. but the HBO Go is still not available in Canada because, again, fuck Canada. Mm-hmm. So I just ended up watching The Room, which honestly I don't think that I made a bad choice there. No. You didn't. Um, so what was, did you see like all of it or just the first episode or what yeah. did you check out for that? I watched, I watched all the first episode and then I watched an hour and 45 minutes of episode two. Each episode's two hours long. Um, I know it's a controversial subject and it's my, it's my, it's my belief and my opinion. I went in, I went into this, this documentary with an open mind. I went in going already thinking in my heart that Michael is not a pedophile. And I went in there, I watched it, and I left thinking Michael's not a pedophile. Mm. Now, the reason why I thought this is a number of reasons. Number one, the, the, the guys that are in question, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, are, that are talking about their experience, mm-hmm. um, not only is it stories on their behalf, but they've also been under oath and they've also uh, have said in the past that he has never done anything to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that he's dead, now that R. Kelly's uh, documentary came out and it made millions and millions of dollars and it's the cool thing to do. And then you've got a, a, a guy that wants to make a, a documentary to, to get on that and HBO's buying it. And then Oprah's doing a, a talk with them and then Oprah's denouncing Michael. And because Oprah, uh, uh, you know, she, she got sexually abused. That's her big thing. Uh, when, when, when she was on the come up and, and she talked about that, she's done many, many episodes about this type. So she's, she's been personal. And yet she was really close friends with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yes. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's, listen, I, I I'm going to, I'm, and there's going to be people out there that are going to be, that are going to say, you know what, Jeff, no, he's a, he's a pedo and blah blah blah. Um, this is what I this is what I believe, and this is what I've always believed. And now that I'm watching the, uh, the, the now that I've watched the documentary, which I think the two guys are full of shit. I don't think they're good actors. I don't think um, they didn't seem emotionally moved uh, while they were saying these, uh, saying uh, telling these stories. They're not saying that you have to cry and you have to you know everybody deals with their grief and their and their pain in their own way. So anybody can act a certain way, but it just didn't feel authentic. The only parts that felt authentic were the non-sexual parts where they were talking about the things that places that they went and and the games and things that they played and the things that were truth. Because I because I think a lot of it and a lot of it feels and sounds real to most people because there's a lot of real in there. It's just sprinkled with a bunch of lies for money. And I truly believe that these guys are trying to get money and that they are getting money off this. I'm sure that there's going to be book deals. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of other bullshit. The man went through hell and back, Michael. That is in terms of he's won through the trials. He's done all. He 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 was pr- proven innocent. He went through everything. Um, you know, he's done a lot of great in this world. Doesn't mean he still can't be a monster. And nobody, nobody really. That's the thing is nobody really knows. And I'm not about to be. I'm I'm not about to judge a dead man when when he's already been judged. And and in in this in heightened world that we live in right now of this this whole like me too movement and 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 you know every it's just hypersensitive people are looking for the next thing to hate on and the next 
tabloid, you know, you take a look at that Jesse Solette dude or whatever, whatever the fuck his name is, Scullet or whatever the fuck. I never looked into that actually, anyway, so I don't know. What so that's about. you know, where where he he got beat up by uh, by these MAGA guys, uh, you know, uh, and and they poured gasoline or fucking or bleach on him and put a noose around his neck and and uh, you know said make America great or some shit because he was because he's black and gay. But then we find out that uh, allegedly he made up the whole thing and it was two black dudes that that were training him. Uh, that was a big setup. It, it, you know, you just see how easy, and then everybody jumps on it, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, this is horrible." He's been fucking, and then and what's happened with America? And it's the next thing to hate on. And I feel like people are too quick, and you're listening to two opinions of guys that are that you know whether they're telling the truth or not. And that's the thing is is you never want to just assume somebody's lying about rape or or lying about being sexually assaulted or or. Or any of those things because it's a horrible. You gotta you gotta take people for their word. You gotta believe that they're that they're not trying to ruin somebody's life or or you know family's name and 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 legacy. But when they've come out and they've said that they, that nothing has happened multiple times, and then all of a sudden here it is, and and it's extremely descriptive. We're talking like he's being he's talking about being seven years old, and we're talking about. Him getting into extreme details about, you know, um, you know, uh, bending over and showing his butt to Michael while he uh, masturbates and ejaculates and 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 uh, talking to just like some of the details that he's talking about just seems like this almost like a fantasy. Like it's it's so detailed that it's like it's telling a story like that. It's almost not. And I'm not saying like, listen, if I have never been through something quite like that. So I'm sure that when something like that happens, that. You don't forget it, but it's the way that it was strung together and and he was he was almost uh, saying describing things on on Michael's on how Michael was thinking when he doesn't really know what was going on in Michael's head to 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 further his story to make it kind of all sound like it all makes sense. And and it was very it was a very biased documentary. Obviously, they didn't speak to any of the Jackson family. There was no it was all great photos of the kids but horrible photos of Michael. There was an agenda here, and it was very clear. The R. Kelly one is they showed both sides to some degree. They they had people that that believed in in R. Kelly. They had people that um you know saw what was going on, that physically saw R. Kelly do these things, knew what was going on. But they had nobody from Michael Jackson's camp, no but ex employees or people around them that were like, yeah, there's some really fucky shit that went on, and I saw Michael do this. It's just the point of view of these two guys, and just the 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 fact that there's so much money on the line, and just the time that this all happened, and and I just couldn't take them serious. I just maybe, and I try not to be biased because I want to believe that you know my musical hero and the guy that that has done so much in the world would be such a monster. I'm not saying that that's not possible, but coming from these two guys, I just can't believe it. Uh, 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 Macaulay Culkin came out. Um, uh, um, uh, Corey, uh, uh, Fel- Feldman or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. the two, the two Boy dudes, Meets World or whatever the, guy. No, no, a different guy. The these these two uh, guys that's kids that spent the most time with Michael. Yeah, yeah. Said everything that these guys said in the documentary is true, except for all the sex, except for all this, all this stuff. Michael was never had a childhood. He 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 was very kid like in everything that he did. He he you know held boys' hands and walked everywhere. Told everybody he loves them, whether it's a kid, whether it's an adult. Um, made this Neverland and had it only felt normal around kids because adults all wanted him 
all were pulling and grabbing and, and kids were just, they had this innocence to them. They had this, they, they didn't judge. They just want to have fun. And that was what Michael never had. And I believe that. I, I, I want to believe that. Um, do I agree with everything Michael's done? Absolutely not. The guy is weird. Um, I mean, how could you not be weird when you're a fucking superstar since you were like fucking four years old and you've had, uh, you know, uh, a family of, of stars and a father that's basically a Nazi um, and you've been in the spotlight uh, for, for your whole life. How do you not? Um, but at, at the same time, I don't agree with him sleeping in the same beds with with kids. Um, just a 30 year old or 35 year old has no business sleeping with strangers kids the parents have no business letting their kids sleep in a room with michael jackson they it's just there's a lot to it and um and then there's a whole bunch of other stories out there where you can see that the parents just want money and they and they 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 making up stuff and they're 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 getting kids to say things because michael's settling uh lawsuits because he's getting reamed up the ass from lawsuits and lawyers and his career is getting he's being fucking publicly executed essentially um you know it's a it's leave michael alone man he's dead he's dead leave him alone leave him alone man he's paid he's dead he's gone if he if, if he if he was a diddler good he's gone if he wasn't jesus man come on that's that's how I feel about it, um, but yeah, it, uh, the stories that they say in it's pretty sick. If it's true, it's very sick. Uh, but at the at the same time, I don't believe personally. Michael Jackson is such a fucking enigma, and the the problem the problem obviously the the biggest problem that this whole situation presents is the fact that Michael is dead. Yes. So you know my my big problem with this is um, regardless of of truth or otherwise is the timing of it whether again whether it's true or not the timing of it is very predatory um and so to have it line up with the r kelly thing to have it be in a time of of the greatest um knee-jerk reactionary uh kind of social media uh world that we're in right now uh to 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 be able to to just use that all as leverage is very uh, very predatory to me. You know, I don't. I, you know, ironically using the word predatory, but mm. but the, um, but that's my biggest problem is that he's not alive anymore. He was already put through the ringer with all this shit when he was alive, yeah. and now to go after a man, um, that was already put through the ringer, uh, you know, throughout his career. After him then, when when everybody else was going after him, and right? and to have. And to, and to do it like you're doing it, like you were explaining, where it's very one-sided and, and whatnot, and and really have limited viewpoints on what's going on, um, it all screams money grab. Again, yeah. whether or not it's, it's true, true. Yeah. it's a money grab, yep. I'm almost positive. Uh, and I think that's extraordinarily disrespectful to to anyone that you do that shit if they're already dead, uh, to be going after them like that. He has I mean, family, has kids. You he literally has... can't defend yourself because you are not of this world anymore. And you'll never be of this, oh, except for his music will live forever. But it's like they're trying there's, to take down his music. They're trying to there's just destroy nothing. it. Uh, they're, they're doing you know. the usual shit. So, yeah. so that's my surface, my surface take on it, because I haven't seen the documentary, is, is that... Um, as far as my take on on Michael is it is nobody will really truly ever know 
Nope. Because I don't think any one singular individual got exactly the same Michael Jackson as everyone else. And and I think it's for a very similar reason to what you just described, where, uh, where and it certainly uh, is true that many adults, uh, pretty much all the adults in his life, even his other family members, were pulling on him from a business perspective and an entertainment perspective and not necessarily um, solely on a, on a personal level. And I'd, I'd be... I'd be shocked if very many people outside of like the women that he spent very uh, specific time with, mm-hmm. or in, in especially later <laughs> in his career, would have seen anything that could have resembled like a a um, wall down Michael Jackson, uh, and that whatever he displayed to the kids was probably the closest thing to um, a reality that, that he would have had. And again, it is, it's not like it's undocumented when, uh, with child performers of, of any kind. Um, and and it's, you know, funny to mention Macaulay Culkin because you're talking about a child that went through the same thing, Mm -hmm. but on the big screen, obviously not to the, the extent that Michael did. Um, but, definitely a case study of what can go wrong i mean the guy was racked out of his mind on drugs looked like he was literally going to die for like a decade didn't do anything disappeared he's only now just starting to kind of try and claw him back in at like 40 something years old or some shit like it's it's bad and to have him be involved in that is um an interesting parallel to show what can go on where he wouldn't have had a childhood. Michael really didn't have a childhood. His dad basically took that shit away from him yeah, from, from a very young age. Yeah. Uh, and he never wasn't able to, uh, or he was never able to really experience childhood of any kind. Yep. And I think got permanently frozen there because of it uh, in some degree. Yep. Everyone grows up, even if you get stuck in that situation. Yeah. But you always gonna, you're always going to have those, those tendencies uh, and uh, kind of stuck, stuck in the back of your mind, and you're going to show childish behavior. Everyone probably knows somebody that has bits and pieces of that if they grew up in like a really broken home and they had to grow up really quick because Mm -hmm. parents were alcoholics or drug addicts and shit and so they had to go from seven years old and being a kid to 18 to now they're 18 (laughs) taking care of their parents (laughs) taking care of their parents taking care of their siblings uh and then later in life they there are uh there are tendencies that they will have or lean to or personality traits and things of that nature it's not like this is this is new no and so to have it to the extreme that michael jackson experienced I couldn't it even imagine on the world yeah. stage having everyone look in on him uh and scrutinize every single action that he had dealing with his own personal issues that he had with himself on top of all of that is the man was going to be a very broken individual and it was a miracle that he continued to produce music um with with, with such quality uh, and consistency as he did uh, and to be able to shoulder all of that for as long as he did until he eventually and inevitably yeah. killed himself for all intents and purposes. So um, it, it, it's, so my take on it, I yeah. said all that to preface it. My take on it is because nobody's ever going to really know, it's really hard for me to set my foot yeah. in either camp. Yeah. Can I see Michael having done some sexual shit with kids? Absolutely. Because... If I'm playing the odds mm-hmm. based on what we've seen from other people in his situation inside and outside of uh, entertainment mm-hmm. and what that produces in people, mm-hmm. to have that not have a particularly high chance of happening mm-hmm. would be kind of naive for me to think. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he did? No. And again, I don't know if we're ever going to know, but what I but for me, what I say is that I'm not going to say whether or not he did because I'll never know. 
But based on what we know about his life, mm-hmm. and we know a lot about it because the man was scrutinized to fucking hell mm-hmm. and back. Everyone knows Michael's story now at this point, or as much as you could ever know about it. Yeah. All signs point to a high probability chance, which is which sounds like I'm saying he did. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I know. It just means that that there there is a reason why somebody could go to HBO and all these places and say all these it's things. E- he's an easy target. And have I mean, somebody it's go believable. in on it. It's believable. You it's look at of, him, you look at like, him and it's like, fuck, you know, it, it's... It's like a guy who went to jail for murder. Yep. Murder was self-defense, but you're still labeled a murderer. And then you're trying to reform yourself and going and getting work. Yep. And doing something, and you you like fucking you sneeze in the wrong direction at the workplace, and they look for a reason to get rid of you. To get yeah. rid of you, I don't feel you're, safe. You're labeled. Yeah, I don't feel safe. He's, don't a feel mur- he's a murderer. Exactly. and He gave me that look. He's going to kill me. It's a similar situation yeah. where where that stigma's attached, and you're never going to shake it, and uh, and it's and and people are playing the odds, mm-hmm. and so it's easy. He's an easy target. Uh, uh, and and I'll put it this way: I'm I'm I. I'm I'm almost in the same camp as you. I can't say he did because we'll just never know. Um, but what I can say is this: if it was any other two guys but these guys, if they, if if Macaulay Culkin came out, if any if any of these other known uh, children that were with him came out and said this, I'd be all for it. I'd believe it. I'd be like, man, it sucks. I believe it. But just because of the surviving R. Kelly series that that. It just came up and did so well and mm. HBO jumping on this shit and a new one coming up and two dudes that lied in the past or maybe told the truth in the past. But now we're coming out and maybe saying lies or maybe they said lies in the past for whatever reason to protect him. So on and so forth, uh, which is what they said in the in, in, in the in the in the documentary. Uh, but either way, if it came from somebody else. I, I, I'm not going to call somebody that, that is saying that they've been raped or that have gone through this a liar. I I, I have to believe. You just that, have to have a lot better evidence you have than to, hearsay. Exactly. Exactly. Because like, then it's your word against a dead guy. Exactly. Or or at least have it come from, like, Adam, if you came to me and you said, Jeff, you know, I've been assaulted. Yeah. I'd believe you. Yeah. I'd fucking, I, I'd immediately believe you. And, and there'd be no question because I know you're a good person. I know you wouldn't lie to me about that. That's different than putting it on a public forum of people who don't know me, though. And, and I, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you have been known to be a liar and you've said these things in the past and well, nothing's then happened. that changes it. And then yeah. you came and said, yo, I've been assaulted. Um, and maybe you're running low on money. Maybe... Yeah. You know, you just notice that somebody in the news said they were assaulted and got some big settlement from some guy. Um, and 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 now you're like, I'd be like, really? You know, I, I'd probably listen to what you're having to say, but I'd yeah. be skeptical. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, you know, motive is always a uh, an important, obviously, a exactly. very important aspect to any of this shit. Yeah, it's and, and 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 of course, I get a little clouded because Michael is such a yeah, major an, part an of icon, your life, right? Yeah. Right, it, 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 and a lot of people, right? So you you, you don't want to believe it, but I, I feel like if it came from from other people, I'd be more on board. But I don't throw shade at anybody. Um, I I can't blame anybody that believes these people and believes that Michael's a pedo. It's yeah. not something that I would argue with them. Uh, I I try and do exactly what I did here and present why I don't believe that these guys were telling the truth. Yeah, doesn't mean somebody else can't come out and do it. Um, but. I can see why some people would believe it too. And from what Michael's done, what you said, there is a good chance that something, something, something. happened. And that's all it takes. He might not have to literally 
uh, rape somebody physically, yeah, um, or 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 even you know penetrate a boy, so to speak. Uh, he might have he might have touched a boy's privates. He might have showed himself uh, naked in front of a boy. It's it's all equally horrible. And if he and and any of that, he's a horrible he's a horrible person. If he, if he did any of those things, it doesn't matter. You could go from from a two to a ten. It's all a ten. Period. I mean, it just gets more and more sick. So, um, do I believe that it's possible that he may have done something? Sure, I, I think that it's possible. But I just I can't take these too serious. And in the, in the documentary, just clear. It's a clear money the, grab. It's just it just it it wasn't for me. From the not Michael side, the other thing that that always disturbed me about this whole thing is is uh, the stupidity of the parents. Is um. Is that it oh all and that's why it always seemed like a setup to me, even back in like the the nineties and shit when the shit was going down and whatever, was why in the fuck are you letting some random person, even though they're a celebrity on the world stage, it doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. It's not like you've grown up with this person your entire life and they're a family friend, and even if it was a family friend. Mm-hmm. Like if like if I just came over by myself and be like, hey Jeff, can I just you know uh, take Kai for a couple days, just hang out and play some games? No, no, because that's fucking weird. Yes, the answer so, is no. So like, why in the fuck yeah. would people just be like, yeah, Michael, go have my kids? They, they you can parade them around your fucking theme park yep. on your freaking compound, yep. and just like watch movies and eat candy and like laugh it up like you're a fucking kid. That, that's fine. That's normal. No. Yeah. No motherfucker. Yeah. And there was some weird shit too. Like there was one part, there was one part of the, uh, of the documentary, which is a part two where, um, they, the, one of the families had gotten a loan from Michael to buy a house and they bought, they, they, they had got the house. They, they were, they, they were paying it off. And, um, when Michael was on trial for the allegations before and these kids, uh, or this family testified, talking about their experience with Michael and how he's, he's never done anything. The kid was saying, you know, he's never touched me. He's never, nothing like that. Um, after it was done, after the case, everything was settled. Um, basically, Michael said, don't worry about that loan. So then you, you, you go and you go, well, did Michael just pay these people off, right? Did Michael just basically know, like, was he appreciative that that they stood up for him and went out of their way and took all this public heat and and so on and so forth? Or did Michael pay him off? Was this the thing? And even where- if he paid him off, and here's the other thing that you don't want to think about, not is is for Michael. Um, in that situation, whether or not something happened, is that you know you've got two options: you either drag the shit out in court mm-hmm. forever and ever and ever, which is a terrible look, mm-hmm. or you pay them off. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be some pretty like upfront heat on the fact that you paid people off because then they think that you did do something. Mm-hmm. But then it goes away faster, and it's out of people's minds faster. Yep. And so even if he didn't do it, yep. It might have been his camp's strategy to just say, get this out of here as fast 100%. as possible and just be done with it. 100%. Even though nothing's happened, just yep. be like, look, if you just want some money, here, take if that's it. what you're really here for, fuck off. take it and shut the fuck up because they have to sign something that says, I ain't going to open my mouth yeah, you're not, you're, anymore. There, there's no, if you ever do it, you're going to lose the money and go to prison. Exactly. So like, there's, there's, there could have been- And he had paid, he'd paid one family off like $23 million, yeah. like an insane amount. But then they, but you know, you look at it at face value and you go, 
You know, there's a lot of sketchy shit that was going on during the trials and stuff, almost like not as sketchy as the R. Kelly stuff where where, you know, R. Kelly definitely paid off this girl to say that was not her in the video. For God's and sake, him, he was in the, in the like fucking video. Yeah. Like, like that, you know, that there's a video of Michael Jackson. Oh, then Michael, this conversation, this conversation is like, Michael, shut the fuck. You know, you're already shut the fuck up because you're dead. But you're a fucking pedo. You and it's, kids. it's over. It's over. R. Kelly literally filmed himself yes. multiple times fucking and pissing, and pissing on, on girls. Women. Yes. Or girls. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, there there is definitely some things that went on. But I, I truly believe that when he settled one, all the families are like, oh, my son was over there. I'm going to sue, too. You know, you slept in the same room as my son. Something went on. Right. And and there was money that he's just paying people off. And yeah, it's just and, nuts. But yeah, the, the, the one the one part in the, in the documentary that I was like, mm, oh, I don't I don't like that too much was when uh, he told them, you know, don't worry about the loan. Um, you know the house is it, yours. Yeah, because it makes you it makes him look bad. Yeah, like it makes him look like there was more to it than. But also knowing Michael's personality, I know he just had a habit of just doing things for people anyway. Yep. So like it, it's just like it's so hard. Yep. It's so hard to tell. Mister Max is black. Yes, sir. Hit me up with the sound of tech support. Tech support. Ladies and gentlemen, we've gotten to the point of the show where we answer questions from the patrons. Yo! Patreon.com slash lag TV. You can head on over there. Uh, and at the $10 tier and higher, you get to uh, ask questions on a post that we put up before the podcast each and every week uh, and have a chance to have your questions answered. Mm hmm. So you can head on we over are, and get we involved on that. We are officially three Patreons away from 300 Patreons. Let's so go. If you guys are watching this live right now and you're going, you know what? These guys are worth a dollar. Critical Role is breaking Patreon records right now. What are they at? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what they're at, but they're at a point where they're making a fucking animated series about their their shit now. That's how much money is oh. coming. In. I mean, they were already making like on yeah. Twitch. They were already making shitloads of money. They yeah. had like forty thousand subs or something like that. But now they're like blowing it on Twitch, on Patreon, everywhere. And they should because they're by amazing. the way, they're amazing. Critical Role might be like outside of a singular person, as far as like an actual program, because it's more of what it actually it's a show. is. It's, it's a, a show. It's a literal like it's it, an actual a pro- great like, like TV show. It's that produced like a TV show. Yes. It's fire. Yes, it is good. It's fucking fire. They deserve so, it. So they deserve it. So shout outs to uh, to Critical Role for being. We deserve uh, three hundred patrons. I think we can at least do three patrons. No. But hey, three thousand steep. Just three thousand is probably still steep. Three hundred. Three hundred. We could do. There's we a do literal that. dollar menu on that Patreon. There is for a dollar. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh, what do we got here for questions? Let's see. Uh, Robbie asks, is there any chance in hell that Adam will get his motorbike license and will Jeff sell his bike now that Kai is here? So I'll answer the first part of that question. No. For a number of reasons. One, I am all legs and the size of the bike that I would need to get <laughs> in big, order to be able to fucking like ride that thing. you have to get one of those thing, big choppers that you can like fucking, you know. Like legs out. Yeah. It'd never be able to be a super bike. No, no, fuck no. You it would be a huge super bike. It wouldn't be a crotch rocket. It would be a crotch rocket that would kill me. Yeah. It'd be a crotch rocket that you would only drive. You'd have to get one of those big, like, BMW crotch rocket ones. Just that are monsters. Like, like, old man fucking big BMW butt. You'd have yeah. to get a chopper, man. I'd add him with the fucking leather on and the fucking helmet and the... Whoa, whoa. Assless chaps. Yeah. Uh, and as for me, I actually uh, canceled my insurance yesterday, believe it or not. And I am. I'm going to sell my bike uh, this spring. There you go. Um, I only have 1,200 kilometers on my bike. It is quite literally brand new. It hasn't been broken in. It's. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm not going to be the buyer. That's okay. Oh, it'll sell. <laughs> um, and the reason why is two reasons. 
Number one is I haven't rode. I didn't ride. I rode my bike twice last summer. Um, you know, I, I got my car and, and I just want to be in that uh, opposed, opposed to the bike. And then secondly is I'm a dad now and bikes are literal death machines. Um, they are widow makers. And the last thing yes. I want to do is, well, either seriously injure myself or kill myself. Uh, on a bike, and it's usually not the bike's fault. It's everyone else. It's everyone on the road. else's. I, and I, I, the fastest I've ever gone on the bike was 180 kilometers, which is pretty fucking fast. There's the speed. Yes, but and it was, that was the that's fastest. Like what, 130 miles an hour. Yeah, that's the fastest I've ever gone on the bike, and it was basically getting there and and stopping. It was a long straightaway. There was no other cars, anything like that. Most of the time, for big speed that I go on my bike is about 130. Yeah, because. I get nervous that someone's going to swerve in front of me. A deer's going to come out in the middle of the road. Something's going to happen, and you that, hit a small rock. That's it. I mean, <laughs> you hit a fucking pothole and in, in our shitty roads. You're dead. Yeah. Or you're fucked up bad. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get rid of it, and uh, yeah, I'm going to use the money to uh, put away college uh, Kai's college fund. Mm. So throw it in there and let it sit for 18 years. Done. And, and that's it. Easy, because I'll probably get like six, sixty-five hundred, seven grand for the bike. There you go, easy money, and you're gonna live. I'll live. That's it's better. It's thumbs up. That's the main all thing. around. Shady asks, as a man, have you ever been sexually harassed in real life or online? For example, being touched inappropriately, being sent inappropriate messages or pictures from people that just didn't know when to quit. No, I, I have. You have. I have. In university. I've probably said it on the podcast before. Uh, there was a chick in uh, three of my classes. Oh, I think you did university. mention this before. Oh, and this was like over the course of university because when you're in a business or like any kind of degree, you tend to like have a good chance of being in class with people mm. multiple times, right? Mm. Multiple times. I do remember. Uh, she, I do knew, remember. she knew I was with Natalie. Yep. You had a woman. Didn't give a fuck. She was thirsty. Uh, you know, she'd constantly find a way to manage to sit next to me in class and Chris shit. Chris Redfield. Uh, and straight up, well, I was Chris Redfield back then. <laughs> shaved head and everything. Uh, she go, Chris Redfield doesn't have shaved head. He had the the the, ma- the marvelous hair, but mm. uh, I was buzzing he, my he had, hair He had the Captain then. America hair. But I was jacked out of my mind. <sighs> she was thirst train over 9,000. <gasps> uh, I'd be just sitting in, in finance. I remember this finance one, uh, and there was another one that was... was uh, seven. Hey, in college, the biggest turn. I've gone through quite a few sevens. She had three. She had three major turnoffs for me. Uh, one, she was a smoker. Ah! So she's a four. She fucked up bad there. Ah. Uh, number two was a nail biter. Well, that doesn't. That's whatever. It just bothered me because her fingers looked jacked up. And uh, three was uh, she had like she has like the one hairstyle that girls do. Um, that started in like the early 2000s, late in late 90s. That fucking drives me wild. It's like the like a tight little like um, wave with hair mousse, mm. and that is the biggest fucking hair turn off for me. You could be bald, mm. and I would rather you be bald than use a heavy I've, amount of mousse in your fucking hair. I've been with one bald. Shit's fucking bad. I've been with one. Bald. She black? Uh, no, she was white. Really? She was a stripper. Really? Oh, so she was using wigs all the time then. Yeah, she had a, uh, a weave. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that. Uh, so she she'd find a way to get next to me, and she had a habit of literally just grabbing my dick and balls mid lecture, and that shit was fucking that's weird. A, that's aggressive. Now, at no point do you consider I, that assault though. Like you know, as a yes, dude, yeah, 
Yes, if I'm just sitting in class suppose- in university, I'm paying money to go there to learn some shit. Mm-hmm. I'm with a, I'm, I'm, I have a girlfriend of like five years at the time. Okay, and you're gonna start grabbing my dick and balls hey, and chat. Okay, and start, I, like, what, okay. Under, yes, under normal context, absolutely, that is assault. <laughs> but as a dude, I'm asking you as a dude. Yeah. Do you? Or is it? Is it? You, I mean, it you know, it's like, like, it's like the afraid, thing where you can't rape the willing, right? Where you're like. You know, if if I didn't want her grabbing my shit in class. Okay, okay. all right. I'm just saying, well, if uh, you know, because Was there's I some free? dude. Listen, as a guy, sometimes if a girl's like, "Damn, son, let me get some of that dick," and like well, grabs a sick. cock, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't be like, I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, jeez, jeez, Louise," I wouldn't be like moved by it, where I can't sleep at night, or I gotta like fucking call the police. You know, it's like I'm a dude. You know, uh, that, that's just the way I, that's the way I, pr- I process it. So, so, okay. There are limits because as a dude, especially back then, you know, I'm six foot six, I'm 210 pounds of jacked out of my fucking mind. At no point, obviously, did I feel physically at a disadvantage, right? That like I was fearing for my, like, right? She wasn't about to come up behind me and pistol whip me and have her way. Like, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But it was still a so I didn't it was, want it to happen. Yes, yes, I'm yes. there to, like, I'm, I just paid. I want to learn, woman. I, I don't just, want you touching my dick. I just paid like eight grand to have my ass sit in this chair to listen to somebody from a third world country try and speak English for me to understand finance. Adam's getting so much pussy that when girls are grabbing his junk at school, it's bad for him. He's I like, just fuck! Like, like, stop touching my dick, woman! You, you do it once, and you're like, okay. <laughs> the first time I was like, I looked at it, the first time she did it, I kind of laughed it off. I was like, alright. And I told her, I was like, look, appreciate it. I'm taken. I'm it's sorry. a compliment. Yes. I get it. But I'm with somebody right now. I ain't about that life. Mm. Now imagine if you did that to a girl. Well, or you just over. grabbed the box. Uh, that's bad times. Or like, you know, you just went, she's like standing there, you just grabbed the cooch from uh, from behind. Yeah, that's called going to jail. Yes, but when a girl <laughs> but when a girl does it, right, it's different. Because a guy, because a guy, like, uh, like a, that, you're, you're, that's what I was talking about. Like, is it really assault? Because at the first thing, you're like, fuck, you're, you're thrown off guard, but you're like, in a, in a way, you kind of enjoy it. Like it's like at a small part because you're you're flattered. You're like, damn, a girl's not only this cool that like she's coming up and doing this, but there's a chick that you know that's a seven. I mean, that's kind of let's, let's into put it. this into context. But after a while, it would be like, dude, if I wasn't with, if I didn't have a girlfriend, yes, right, and I'm not in a fucking classroom at the time mm-hmm. or some shit. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bar or I'm like at a club or some shit, and we're yeah, dancing, yeah. and she just grabs my shit. Obviously, a different contextual situation that even for a guy to do it, it would be a bit sketchy. Like, if you're just grinding, dancing in a club, and you just grab some box, that's still a bit fucking forward. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that shit. Yeah, you grab get, some ass. You gra- you're getting some trouble. But you, you're doing some other... Let's get, you're getting in some shit. You grab a titty, you're in some shit. Mm. Girl grabs your dick at a, at a club you're dancing, guys don't really give a fuck. Mm. But if you're in a classroom, and you've already told this girl now, after she did it the first time, that you're with somebody, and you're not interested, and that shit happens for the next two years... Yeah, that's a problem. I get up. Uh, the, the, the big, the worst example of it was. And what happens if she was at ten? I was getting non-smoker, fucking goddamn smoke it's show. It's still assault. Like, but are you that upset? About well, it? I tell her not to do it, but internally I'm going. That's a great compliment, right? This ten wants me. That's not assault. But that's, you're liking it. You can't rape the willing. Well, that's still debatable. It's, a, it's, a, it's an annoyance. It's, it's like, a, damn it. It's like you know, because if she was a fucking ten out of ten bombshell. But that's the same for women. Is that they're gonna? Uh, that there's a there's a grade. Mm, not I don't for, know. 
not for rape, obviously, but in terms of like them of, of like a man telling them they're looking sexy or some shit. If the dude's ugly, that's all of a sudden that's oh, assault. Yeah. Oh yes. If the dude is a fucking smoke show, I don't know. Then it's <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, right? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not a maybe. Yo, I've watched that shit happen my whole life, all in university. Maybe. You see a dude just fucking swing and a miss because he's like a four. Yeah. And then you'd see a dude who's literally a fucking god, just jacked out of his mind, real attractive dude, good grades, whole nine yards. He's got a successful life ahead of him. He says some shit. It's just a giggle and like a... <laughs> right? Come check it's out different. my Twitch channel. That's how it works. Right? So... Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of just, that's just life, but she kept doing it. And one day specifically, uh, we, we were in a class that we ended up, we didn't have any choice. We got paired, uh, with like, there was three other people or two other people other than us in this group. And I was getting up to present and on the way up, she literally, I don't even have an ass. So mm. I don't know what she was going for, mm. but like, she just full fucking like, it's like if an athletic butt slap turned mm. into a straight up grope oh. is basically what that was. Oh. I was just like, what? And I was standing <laughs> up and the prof saw it oh. because we're in a room that's only about twice the size of this room. And he stops the class and goes, you guys need a room? Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. Thank and God that's God when Natalie's I really sat down after that. Well, that, and would, went, that would be and like, I went, yeah. And I went, all right. You, now you really yeah, need yeah, to fuck yeah. off. Yeah, now, now, now you can't. Yeah, be, now you, you can't, can't be doing, doing that, that shit. Because okay. now you're making me look like a fucking fool in front of like like the class just, and is, the teacher. This is, yeah, this yeah, is no. bad. Yeah, no, you don't want to do this that. Fucking bad. You don't want to do that. Yeah, no, I, I haven't had the uh, the fortunate uh, groping of another woman uh, in class. Just had, that was the only one I ever had. Yeah, is that one? Yeah, I've never. I've never. Everyone had else was uh, very much. They knew I had a girlfriend. Arms distance. They might have been flirty, yeah. but they weren't like grabbing my fucking dick yeah. in class. Mm. It's on some shit. Chris Redfield. That's fucking weird. When you're Chris Redfield, that's it what happens. happens. It just happens, bro. It just happens. Gotta work on those Maximus Gluteus, though. Dude, I've never had, even then, I've never had an ass. Squats mm. for days, didn't matter. See? Genetics to get you. I'm black, I have an ass. And it's true. It's just the way she goes. It's not fair. I got mums instead of dads. Mm. I had dads, it'd be fine. Mm. But I gotta wear a belt because otherwise pants fall off. Because <laughs> there's, there's no, no ass to, hold, to it. Like hold it up. It's, it's just, just a-, a sheer cliff. <laughs> it's just fucking cliff. It's like an iceberg breaks off and it's just a sheer cliff. That's oh, my ass. Fuck. Just, oh, just bad. Nothing. Uh, let's see. Uh, what are the odds of a 30-minute normal-ass normal game being casted? This comes in from Captain Jan Egern. Uh, the odds are about 1%. Yes. Um, because it has to be so legendary. Yes, I'm gonna to, be. I'm gonna be honest. When I see when I see a 30 minute game, almost never look at it. I almost never do, unless unless I'm desperate. And if I do look at it, I look at like the first three or four minutes, and I can tell that if it's good or if it's bad. You know what I've become? I've basically become now that I'm doing a lot of voiceover stuff. Oh, which by the way, mm. I didn't think I told you this. Did you land another big one? Oh, I, well. I mean, it's not small. It's okay. Yeah, I got a voiceover gig. Okay. Okay. It's, All com- right. it's coming up. Okay. I'm waiting for the script now. Okay. I'm in a video game. I'm playing a. I'm playing mobile video game. No. Oh. And I, I'm not allowed to say what it is yet. Oh. Um. It's 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 a it's a fairly big company. Okay. It's a first person. Okay. A military right. multiplayer game. Are you urban? They will be at PAX. Oh. Okay. And I'm playing a. Um, they call it a grunt slash 
like uh, almost like your standard uh, military guy. That's okay. you know that that basically what I'm getting from the script is I'm going to be either one of the characters that you can play, like a, like a type of character that you can play that says a lot of different one liners and things like that, or I'm playing. A character in a campaign right, where it's just not a player where, character that I'm not a player character, but but it's but it's a fair amount of words. So there's a there's a lot there. there's a lot there. Let's go. Yeah 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 yeah. And Let's go. and their last game that they came out because I I looked I looked uh, their last game that came out is like a 94 percent on Steam. Ooh. It's extremely high rated oh. and it's played. A decent amount. Let's go. It will be on Twitch. The future. It will be on Twitch. The I'm gonna future. Be in, I'm gonna you be play in, yourself playing yourself. I, I'm going to be in that game. Let's fucking go. I'm a soldier in a video game. Let's go. I'm going to be. Uh, let's see. Oh, but what, uh, like I was saying. Yes. What, what oh, it's, sure. What, what yes. It's come, what it's come to when it comes to StarCraft. Yes. The cast. Yes. I've, now that I'm auditioning a lot. Yes. And I'm um, um, reading up a lot on how agencies are, are looking at stuff. Basically, I've become an agent. And I'm listening to auditions. Yes, and you just know in the first you already like, you know the you, first three seconds. The first I could literally just watch the first two minutes of a and game and know how it's going to go. And just know how she's going to go. And it's like well, you we, got to be me fair, we've been like that for a while because we've watched many multiple thousands. Oh, so much, so much StarCraft. I've seen. I mean, we've done we've done like over 1,200 videos that you guys have seen. So much. Imagine how many games we've watched to get to the production stage. For over like a thousand games of StarCraft, you know, you know what the, the the ultimate dream would be. The ultimate dream would be is if two things happened: one, a StarCraft three came out, and it was a a, a better version of Legacy of the Void. It had a, like a, a fourth race, um, and and it was a new esport thing mm. that we could that obviously we we jump on, or there was another game. That we could cast that was similar to StarCraft in terms of like length, mm. the replays, mm-hmm. the fact that uh, most of the regular people don't have shine, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, like your everyday player where we can make fun of what exactly. they're doing and shit. But that 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 time of game is done, and the the only other one that we we could have ever really had have done would have been something like a MOBA, like League or something. But those games are too long. The, the they're way, game, they're the way games, too long. There's too long, much downtime. There's too much downtime. Yeah. There's it's it's not as you know. It's just it, you know that that would be that would be the dream, but we're not we're not in that uh, that era anymore. No, sadly. I mean, it's not even an era that it makes sense to do financially. No. No. It's Podcast just not there. Podcast is though. Oh, by the way, we have officially hit 300 patrons. Let's fucking go! Thank you so much, guys. Bless. Bless. They hey Jeff. Dollar menu. So, some people will consider you black, which means you are uh, you are you are capable of many sports, genetically. Mm-hmm. Which Olympic sport would you have been most likely to uh, to compete in if you worked hard for it in your youth? Comes in from Duke. And that was specifically asked to me because no, I'm no, black. I was just I was oh. just making that oh, as a segue. Okay. I was gonna say, damn you, Luke, you're so racist. No, that's just okay. me being racist. Okay, all right. <laughs> Fuck you and <laughs> all right, Luke. Uh, well, when I was in track and field, I did uh, fifteen hundred meter. I did uh, hurdles, and I did high jump. And I would say the one that I was probably best at was long distance running. Uh, so I would say if 
I were to go to Olympics, I'd probably do long distance running because it was one of those things that for some reason I never got really tired, but mm. I never ran super fast either. Mm. So I had like this. You had your pace. I had the pace, right? So yeah. like I could probably go twice that amount. Mm. Um, but also I never really pushed myself. Like I never like, I never like, I was just, there's not that many people doing track and field in high school that like, I mean, there are some that do it because yeah. they're really, they, that's what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. But the vast majority are just doing it because it's an activity. That to was do it. I only did it in grade show. 10. I did it in junior high. So I did it nine grade nine and then I did it in grade 10, but those were the three ones I did. I remember the last day at track, um, I was doing hurdles and I didn't stretch or nothing. And I remember this, we got there late our school bus that picked us all up we got there late and my my track meet or my track run was 10 minutes after the bus arrived like we we were super late there was something wrong with the first bus they had to get a new one in and we thought we were you had no warm-up i had had no stretch so i had two options i i could either go down there and stretch for for 10 minutes beforehand or i could eat because i didn't have i didn't eat anything yet in the day because we were planning to have a bunch of time and all my bags and stuff were under the school bus, like underneath. And I, I remember I decided to take food. So I, I sat I sat on this little tiny bold, green bold move, on this Cotton. little tiny hill. And everybody else is down there stretching and uh, warming up. And I'm sitting there eating a pizza sub, uh, not from Subway, but it was one of those. Remember those old school ones from like Uncle Buck's where yeah. you said like you used to like it was in plastic and you used to have to open the top. Yep. And it was like it was cold. It was like a cold pizza sub. So I remember eating that and I had uh, little sippies. It was uh, right after Halloween time. It was oh, like right so you, around had, there. you had your, so your I had, bunch of sippies. I had a bunch of sippies and shit. And uh, so I had my sippies. I ate all the food because I was starving. I had no energy. I'm like, fuck, I need to eat. So then I go down. They're getting ready, literally getting ready to take, take off my, my hoodie. I go down there. I set up. They're like, on your mark, get set, go. They shoot the fake gun thingy. I start running. And, and it's, I think it was only a 100-meter uh, hurdle. Like it, wasn't, it wasn't a long it wasn't a long thing. Just blew a tire. So, so, so I'm, run, <laughs> I'm running. I make it over the first two hurdles. And I'm not even doing that bad. I'm probably in like third or fourth out of six. You know, I'm like in the middle of the pack. And then I get to the next hurdle. And my fucking left leg cramped the fuck. Like, my whole hamstring just went, uh, and I go for the jump. And I, I just, by one side, just wouldn't wouldn't jump. One side did on my head, and I hit it, <laughs> smashed the hurdle, <laughs> right down on my face, salty, scraped. Uh, and and uh, the turf that they had there was like fucking, oh, fucks you up. oh it was fucking terrible. The burns are bad. Oh, dude, it was like, a, it was like this... It's worse than a carpet burn. Oh, it was terrible, bro. My whole fucking arm was all fucked up. And it was embarrassing as fuck because, like, a ref came, like, running over and, like, picked me up. And my foot was still, like, dangling in the hurdle. <laughs> and then that was it. And then I'm sitting there. And then I, I tried to, I, I was that guy, you know. Trying to play it off? Well, no, I didn't even play it off. What I did is I finished the race. Ah. Right? So I got up, right? And I'm embarrassed. I don't know what to do. And then people are clapping, right? And, they're, you know, people were concerned. And I get up and I start hopping. And, and Terry I'm, Fox, basically, and I'm sitting there running like if I, like I'm in the Olympics, and and somebody d- takes a bad fall, and they everyone's just like, "Oh no, the race. I gotta finish." And I'm like, ah, and I'm sitting there limping and fucked up, and I finished the I finished the race. There's only like one more hurdle over there, and I managed to like slow hop over it, and then I finished, and I got a little clap, and that was it for me. I didn't get to compete in anything else the rest of the day. That was the show, and then I had to sit there for three hours and wait for everybody else to do the thing, and then I went home salty as fuck, and I never did track again. That's it. I was never really heavily involved in track. 
uh, because I was playing basketball. So my choices were, you know, commit to track or commit to basketball. Obviously, I went basketball. All my friends were playing basketball. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, but what would I have done? It's not even a question. I'd be I'd be a hundred meter sprinter. It's not even a fucking question. I'm literally built like Usain Bolt. I'm six six and I'm all legs. Mm. And my I've got um light boned. Uh, I'm lean. Uh, but we'll pack on muscle where I need to pack, pack it on. Except that ass. Except yeah. But if I'm sprinting all the time, I'd guarantee you get some, you get some, some muscle. Yeah. Um. So that would a hundred percent. It was not even a question. Makes sense. Like my my I was my legs are so long. I was out like in basketball. I would, I would outrun guards and point guards and shit. They were smaller and they were supposed to be faster. You walk them. I don't walk them because my one stride. I'm like fucking half the court. Uh, like half the court. Like it doesn't take me anything to get up the court. So um, hundred percent. It'd be it'd be a uh, hundred meter sprint. I never had a lot of endurance. Even when I was in the gym trying to build endurance, mm. like I'd run two miles before my workout and then I'd run two more miles after my Ooh. workout. And like, that was like my limit. I could never, I could never seem to like, it was, it was almost like pushups. You know, everyone has a number mm-hmm. of pushups. <laughs> no matter how hard you try, it's really hard to get higher and higher up. Like you plateau really hard. That was me with running is I could get faster, but as far as like how long I could run, Couldn't do as it. soon as I hit the two mile mark, I, I'd gas yeah, I'm done. like every time. Yeah. So probably sprinting just because I'd be built for it uh, without question. That'd be about the only one probably that I could I could do. It was the only one I was built for. Um, let's see. Last one coming in from Stuka related to something we were just talking about. Critical role. So we can just give quick one more quick round of thoughts because we now have like a number apparently here now. Um, so he says, uh, what do you guys think of critical role? Uh, funding their Kickstarter for uh, an animated series in one hour. So this is what this is for, actually, I guess. I, I thought that they were just adding Patreon as a thing on top of the, the Twitch series, but apparently they were trying to fund the animated series with Patreon. Uh, and they funded it in an hour, uh, and now it's gone on as of when he posted this 46 minutes ago, 6.1 million. Come again? 6.1 million. In an hour? No, three days. Oh, even still. 72 hours, 6.1 mil. What kind of animation? They they trying to make Battle Alita? Apparently. Can you just, okay, just slow up, up the fun bus for a second. 6.1 million. Six. Of course, like half the people doing the Critical Role are voice actors. So yeah. they just take Critical Role, they're already voice actors, they fund the animation... <laughs> Make six point one million. <laughs> they're making so much goddamn money. It's actually, they don't even know what to do with it anymore. They, you know, six point. I thought maybe I'm gonna have to watch this animation. I'm gonna have to. I, I thought maybe half a million. No, a million dollars. I was thinking around seven hundred and fifty k. Because Patreon, Patreon, nobody. I want to know what the second Patreon is because this isn't just breaking records. This is like crushing everything else on patreon so what is the animation going to be is is it going to be them doing their i don't know but that seems to make sense right it would be them possibly doing their own characters for within through an animated through an animated series you know something like that right maybe they draw inspiration from how the games themselves play out and Mm. then they animate it which would also be fire i'm sure people being uh you know down for that maybe they just hire writers and and do offshoots and, yeah. within the universe that they have, and then still do critical well, role. Well, six point one million dollars. The fuck, they want to do. You can quite literally hire some really fucking good animators, and just do whatever you want. 
That's three days. Oh, it was Kickstarter, not Patreon. Sorry. Kickstarter. Okay. My apologies. So okay. I fucked that up. It's Kickstarter. Either way. Either way. It's 6.1 million. million. dollars. Holy shit. Do they have a Patreon? I thought they did. I mean, they, uh, I don't know why they wouldn't. Oh, they, I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're pulling, they're pro- I don't even know how much money they'd be pulling in a month, but it's, it's, un, it's ungodly. So before the 12 hour mark, they had three and a half mil. Sweet baby Jesus. Oh, it's the first campaign animated into a show. There you go. So it's the first campaign they ever did animated into a show. That's fire. Yeah, I mean... They're hey, out there killing it right I'll now. I'll watch it. I'll check I'll it out. I'll fucking watch that I'll check shit. it out for sure. Dude, Critical Role has some They deserve it, fans. man. They're fucking great. Oh, crushing they're it. They're fucking great. They just, How do you do better than they that? They make great content. Dude, exactly. That's it. They, they get rewarded fire, for great... They just get rewarded for it. Fire content. Yep. So let's go. Let's fucking go. So that's the show. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us here hey. at Technical Alpha. Hey. For this week, yeah, head on over patreon.com slash lag TV. Join in the community. We'd love to have you. Be able to, you know, ask us questions. Uh, get involved for StarCraft if you have games to send in. All of the instructions on how to do that is right there on the Patreon page. We'd love to have you. Thank you so much for those of you here on YouTube. Come to check us out. Uh, definitely did very well for our test run today, given we didn't tell anyone that we were going to do this. We literally just decided it's probably a, a group half of people an hour that before. are sitting on the Twitch channel right now going, Where is, when are they going to go live? Exactly. It's already so, been done. It's already been done. And also, what's great about this is at any time now, you guys can go back and watch uh, the the podcast. It's automatically uploaded, so there's no waiting a there's day. There's no waiting or, time. I don't have or, to like like fill stuff in nope, necessarily anymore. We'll be able to. Well, I don't know if you uh, put all the hashtags and stuff in. We'll probably have to. Update You'll have to those. update the hashtags. But all the links are in the description. Yeah. Uh, below and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's the pretty show. Much we'll the see show. you guys again next week. Yep. Um. There was one thing that I wanted to add, but now it's totally gone. We're going to go see Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly. So we'll have that to talk about next week as well. That's it. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Please enjoy the rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. And until we uh, see you next time, peace. Peace.